0: This episode of the Water Dog and the Buffalo Sun Podcast is brought to you by the Dankin Jonas Photo Online Print Store. The Dankin Yonas Photo Online Print Store is exactly what it sounds like. It's a store online where you can browse hundreds of photographs and order prints of those photographs to hang up in your home, in your office, in your home office. You can gift it to someone, close friends. Specifically, outdoor lifestyle enthusiasts. The photographs that you'll find in the online galleries are mostly landscape photos. Photos of roads and trees and the mountains and nature and the wild, natural world. So if you're thinking for an awesome gift for that outdoor enthusiast that you know that has a bunch of blank walls all over their office because they're stuck in quarantine, social distancing, and they can't go into their normal office, Spice up their office a little bit and gift them a beautiful landscape print on canvas, metal, paper, or wood from the Dan Quinones Photo online print store. Be sure to use the discount code BUFFALO, all caps, for 20% off of all purchases on the online print store. Hello, everyone. This episode of the Water Dog and the Buffalo Sun podcast, we are talking with miss Nicole Ochoa Wilkinson Nicole has spent quite a bit of time working in the public sector and she even has studied criminal justice while in college since college she has blogged a little bit she's worked in Corrections she's worked in the jails Uh, she's been a teacher She is now at the Sonoma County Office of Education. So today we get enlightened and we talk about some pretty wild, difficult topics regarding education and the public and public safety and um, just our community at large. And um, not necessarily coming up with ideas, uh, but we're just kind of bouncing ideas off of one another during this podcast uh, about how different ways that we can improve this this world that we that we live in so i uh, very thankful for nicole's time here here did a great job and i uh, can't wait to do it again she's a very smart girl and it was a very enlightening conversation for me and tom so i hope you like it
1: all right someone had to make like a a licensed moonshine because it would make sense
2: make a lot of sense mm-hmm. let's see here
1: Oh. That and it's the Wednesday Jeez. before Thanksgiving, so it's tradition to get fucking hammered. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know.
1: Yep. And we can't go anywhere.
2: We can't go anywhere. There's that no was bars. really fun. Actually I feel bad for Glove. That that is something that's fun to do when you come back from college to go yeah. see the lay of the land.
1: It was so much fun what, when yeah, when I was in Slow and coming back that for that Thanksgiving. That Thanksgiving was one of the best times we showed up to Russian River and it was just packed to the walls. And it was still when Santa Rosa had about seven different nightclubs.
0: We're rolling. Mm-hmm. Mm. We're on. Oh. So you hear the difference like super close? Oh. Sounds better. Like, go ahead and talk. Me. You can count to 10. One, two, three,
2: four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. This sounds good to me.
0: Yeah, sounds great. Mm-hmm. Nice and These close. Are very fancy. Perfect. This is cool. very fancy. All right, welcome. Thank you. Waterdog and the Buffalo Sun presents.
2: Thank you. I always forget <laughs> to
0: say it. So he says
1: it. <laughs> we didn't say it last night. We no. just we rambled right over it. We had
0: Chris Terry last night.
2: Chris Terry's awesome. He's
0: an awesome guy.
2: Do you was, love him even more? Did you fall in love?
0: I have always loved him. Mm. He's one of the only other ones besides me and him that has a key here.
2: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He's cool. Yeah. He's I, cool. I associate him now with the Barlow. And Barrio.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. Um, Who are you, and what do you do?
2: Oh, man, that's like a very big question. My name is Nicole. My official name is Nicole Ochoa Wilkinson. I just got my new driver's license, newly married.
0: Ooh.
1: Yes. Hyphenated.
2: Not hyphenated.
1: Just float into it.
2: I said goodbye to Christine, my middle name, and Uh I replaced that with Ochoa, because I could not give it away. And now, you know, I've got this thing with eights these days, so I don't know, if... That's my middle name. And now my last name is Wilkinson. Nice. And what do I do? I'm a teacher. I'm doing something different this year, but I'm a teacher. And I'm a YouTube yoger. I'm a walker. I'm a (laughs) (laughs) focker. I don't know what else I am, but that's what I do.
0: Cool. Perfect. Love it.
1: How'd you, where did you start in La Escuela? La Escuela?
2: (laughs) <laughs> well, Piner Elementary back in the day, 1990, whatever. Um, do you mean how did I become a teacher?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It's a good story. Do you want to hear it? Of course.
0: All of it. We got time.
2: Okay. It's... Let me take you back to the beginning. Okay. Keep, I, that, keep
0: that sucker close.
2: I went to nice. Annalee High School, graduated, and I chose my college because they were the softball team willing to take me. So I went to school in Oakland. You both know this, but I'm saying it for the context. Yes. And I studied criminology there swear to god i picked criminology because i used to watch law and order svu like i just that's why i picked it <laughs> that's fair it's <laughs> very fair my mom came to me before i think i'd already picked i was going to the school but i hadn't done like my paperwork or whatever and she said you have to pick a major like um, what's a major <laughs> <laughs> i'm a senior in high school at this point i didn't know what a major was and i looked at the list i'm like i don't want to do any of that What's criminology? (laughs) And then just went for it. And I thought, like, all the classes that I took and being in... First of all, going to college in Oakland. Like, what a blessing that was that I didn't realize at the time. Huh. Like, just the coolest city. And I think now people know that. But back then, it was, like, that underdog thing where it's like, ooh, you live in Oakland. It's like, now it's a point of pride. It's like, of course, now I live in Oakland. Yeah, because
1: people think of downtown Oakland as opposed to kind of the hills of Oakland. Yeah. And nobody ever... Has seen or been around the hills of Oakland, and once you do it, it's kind of like a diamond in the rough.
2: Totally, I almost think people don't talk about it as a kept secret. In mm-hmm. places like Piedmont, even though those are like ultra wealthy places, but even like Lake Merritt, there's so much cool culture, like accessible, just a cool, accessible place. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> I study criminology, and this is like a full circle thing. My final semester, they make you take an internship course. I think that's pretty common. And I had a cousin, AB, who was a probation officer in San Jose at the time. So it was kind of close. And I just needed an internship. But I had no, like, I didn't even know what he did. I, my mom just said, hey, you need an internship. Call your cousin. And so it just turned out to be this snowball kind of thing. I went and we, he and I hadn't spent a ton of time together one-on-one. But all of a sudden we were like, every Friday, it was like our thing. And he's just like this Cool dude. He reminds me a lot of you, Daniel. I, he's just like a dude's dude, and he just he's was. Awesome. He's just so cool.
0: Yeah.
2: And he just showed me what he did in like a real way. And I think in a lot of internships, people get like, you either are like the busy bee doing copies and shit that nobody else wants to. Can I cuss? Yeah. <laughs> you're either doing copies or you're like fake it's fake you're not doing real work like Mm -hmm. you don't have any skills so how can you be actually doing the work but he somehow because he was my cousin allowed me to go do the real work with him I mean I'm sure it wasn't real to him but to me it felt pretty real and I loved it because we were sitting in a room like this like just an interview just interviewing people that were just Mm
0: -hmm.
2: on probation and homeless and fucking drugs addicts and like had these really crazy real problems and I lived a real easy life, and I had just never been that close.
0: Yeah, wow.
2: To like the like real problems. That's
0: a lot of crazy, wild stories. Potentially seeing that crew hanging around that crew regularly.
2: Oh yeah, keeping it eye around. opening. Yeah,
0: just very eye opening. Total culture
1: shock. Oh yeah. Of what?
2: Culture shock. The best way to say it.
1: Yeah, how privileged everybody and kind it. of. The public system of sonoma county can be but then especially if you're separate from say the Elsie allens the piners the i don't know where else maybe rancho where they were kind of they had a ghetto community within them and so if you never really associated with those kind of people you never really saw it
2: no no and i think being in sebastopol was a conscious choice on my parents part i think they sent me to school there because they perceived it to be a superior education and i think what we perceive to be superior educations often are like predominantly white schools with like good reputations and so that's why they sent me there but what wasn't conscious for them and what i had no idea was that the whole time like my education was like i don't know i just didn't feel like i was learning anything like academically but i thought i was learning a lot about that i was not the same as everyone like that's what i felt like i was learning in high school i didn't feel like i
1: That's interesting because Joey touts how great Anley's curriculum is Mm -hmm. and (laughs) how superior it is to Piners and all of this other shit. And I'm like, dude, I think it's what you get out of what you take out of high school is what you get. Totally. It's not particularly one curriculum is better than the other.
2: Yeah, I have a lot to say about that. We can get into that.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm excited to get there, but we're on this story.
2: Yes. Okay. So I'm I'm every Friday I'm going down to San, San Jose with my cousin A.B., and my most the story I tell people I wrote it once when I had a blog for five minutes and he and I interviewed this guy. I don't remember the story, but he had this crazy long relationship with him, so they were comfortable with each other, and the guy seemed to be all right with me sitting in the corner. So I was just sitting in the corner and A B saying to him, Show me your phone, let me see your backpack, because when you're on probation you signed away your fourth amendment right to unlawful search search and seizure. So at any moment your person, your home can be looked through because that's what you agreed to get out of jail. Mm-hmm. So he was looking through this guy's stuff and like you could imagine what was like in his stuff, but the most the funniest part was that he had two phones, which I now know is like a telltale sign of somebody that's in the drug game, I guess two phones two chains i don't know mm-hmm. so he had two phones and AB, our cousin who is a big dude is like sitting back in his chair and he's like scrolling through this guy's phone and then he comes across the text thread boo boo and it's this guy's like girlfriend whereas the other i think he was looking for like drugs something text in the other one and he comes across this boo boo and he just starts to read out loud the texts between this man and whoever boo boo is and it was just the funniest experience i was just like was dying inside <laughs> and i just kept thinking like i have to be this close to like real people like this like i just want to get into someone's choney drawer like holy shit like that sounds like so cool all day you're just like nosy as hell just getting into everybody's stuff i don't know for some reason that just really appealed to me (laughs) and the and the element of that i have like a soft heart abe has a soft heart too but he didn't show it i thought i thought I saw what he was doing, and I thought I could add like a layer of my like compassion in my heart. Like, oh, I think I could really connect with these people Mm -hmm. and do it that way. So the internship got me there. He encourages me. He looked up, just being a kind cousin. He looked up and saw Sonoma County was hiring for PO ones. He's like, you should just apply. Why not? And I just like totally was not on my radar. But just goes to show, like kids need adults to see something in them and to just give them that little nudge and we all have those people that said hey you should go do that or hey you're pretty good at that you should go do that but we don't take a lot of stock in them and um it's something I found a lot of joy in and being a teacher is that I can do that all day it doesn't take much effort like a kid can be walking in a straight line like wow you really walk well have you thought about being a mailman like all day like i'm just like talking to these kids and like just pointing out these obvious things it just brought a lot of joy anyway so i apply to be a po as i'm finishing up my senior year in college i was playing softball this whole thing my back this whatever didn't get into that (laughs) (laughs) i submit my application graduate a month later a month later i'm in a background check it was like immediate and I was into it. I'm like, okay. All the rest of my friends are just like freaking out. Now what am I going to do? And I felt like I was hitting the ground running and I was excited. It was, I didn't get like that sort of like, holy shit. Like I'm about to become a, like an adult with a pension that didn't like cross my mind. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. all right, I can use a paycheck. So I start, I go through a background check, which is pretty intense. Like they call 10 people that know you and they talk to them for like an hour they look through all your Facebook, your all your stuff. More people should have to go through background checks. It's OK. So I start. They put me in the investigations unit. And the investigations unit is the one responsible for, like, the court end of probation, which I totally didn't know about. Like, I was ready to go look through Tony drawers and, like, bust down doors. we just gone through this training. Five weeks. I was, like, ready to, like, do cool stuff and, like, get out there. <laughs> But I made the mistake of telling my background investigator that I want to be an author, and she's like, "Oh, this girl likes to write. Let's put her in the court unit."
1: Oh. Mm. Right. Yep.
2: Like it's a compliment. Anyone who is listening who knows a probation officer, the smartest ones are in the investigations unit. I was nowhere near. Like it would have taken twenty years to get as good as some of these people. Like they are smart people. But I wanted to go through Tony George, so I was kind of bummed. Yeah. But in retrospect, like what I was doing, I didn't realize the weight of what I was doing. I just felt like I was pushing reports and like, this is not what I want to be doing. I want to be in the public. I want to be with people. But what I was doing essentially was someone was convicted Mm -hmm. and before they were sentenced, they sit before an interview and they answer questions on, and the probation officer is the one responsible for searching for aggravating and mitigating factors. So you're asking them about like community ties about their education about their employment history you're trying to give the judge a clear picture does this person have some stability if you give them a lesser sentence are they going to go out there and like be all right or is this person proven over time that they're just recidivism is like the term that they just keep coming keep coming are they just going to keep returning and be in this unfortunate mm-hmm. cycle so those interviews were really, really interesting. I just wasn't feeling satisfied by that being my job. It felt cold and like, I don't know. So in retrospect, like. The way you described it was cold. Yeah, I just wasn't into it. It just wasn't using what's good about me. It wasn't like a I, good fit for you. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that would have, I don't know. I think there's everyone has talent, and I think there's a lot of people with that kind of talent. I don't think that's my talent. Right. Yeah, so I just felt, for you. yeah, I just felt really unsatisfied. So this whole story to say that I was really proud to say I was a probation officer. People looked at like, oh, damn, like that's cool. You know, you get those kinds of like positive things. But inside I was just upset all the time, like crying on Sundays. Poor Brad, Jesus. Like mm-hmm. I used to just start crying around five o'clock on Sundays. Like for no reason. That's not right. You no. know, that's not a life. You that sounds that. like
1: me at the age 13. That's sad. Yeah. yeah I mean, Puberty. Puberty type
0: shit. Yes,
2: but I was an adult. <laughs> that is quote truth unquote. right there. <laughs> yes.
0: That is like, just imagine that being your truth. Like on Sunday nights, five o'clock rolls around. Anxiety and depression. It's Some things set Same in time. and then your emotions are wild for a little while.
2: Totally. Yeah. And, and the feeling of feeling like trapped. That like I wasn't, not you're so not so happy so and you so have so. to go somewhere. And An added element of like what I was doing during the day. Like I'm either in jail, literally talking to someone or like talking to someone like it's just like a lot of negativity and I was too young I did not have the perspective necessary to know that it was in my power to like have a positive life I -hmm. just felt like I just wasn't old enough to know that like it was such a negative environment that I created a negative life and so I was like I'm out so as soon as I hit a year I promised my parents I'd do a year I promise and they were so proud of me I just it was it was really hard to disappoint so I suck it out a year, and I was like, fuck yeah, I'm quitting. <laughs> <laughs> so I googled how to write a resignation letter. And then I copied it off the internet. And I wrote, I'm going to go do something else. And so then I just wrote something like really vague. Like, I'm I'm going to go. I had no plan. And so then I go, and I give the letter to the super, my supervisor. She's obviously surprised. Like, we just trained you, bitch. Like, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> And I lied in the moment. I was like, um, I'm going to go be a teacher. Just like felt like it sounded good. Like who's going to argue with you? Like, no, don't go be a teacher. Yeah. You know, so I just lied and said that. And people were like surprised. And I said goodbye and whatever. And like a week later, swear to God, my mom sends me this text of a Press Democrat article, like, new teacher training program hits Sonoma County and a Uh, month later yeah a month later I went and I showed up at the county office and they were piloting this new program it's an intern program so you can become a teacher by taking six months of night classes so you can still work in whatever industry you're coming from you take six months I think oh god I'm going to butcher I think it's like ten units of education units whatever mm -hmm. in those um, in that six months you pass the tests that you need to pass and you go find a job and these places will hire you with an internship credential. So, so you
1: pretty much manifested your own destiny.
2: Yeah. I lied. I made it up.
1: Mm-hmm. And then it came to fruition. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: love it. it was. Pre- it's pretty cool. I think the cool internship... Story. What is, a Cinderella story. I mean, I'm only 27. <laughs> Let's not start calling it Cinderella yet. I feel like I got a long way to go. But it was like a good um, test in faith. And I will say... Not in like... With the religious sense, but like what what happens if I just try yeah. like without being sure? Yeah. and I will say that comes with a lot of privilege. Like I have this like huge backing of supportive people that have a house I could live in if I fell on my ass and had no money and and mm-hmm. Brad and I he made a very similar flip in career and both on that like blind faith at that same time. and we lived in an RV on his parents' property and like mm-hmm. not everybody has a parent's property to put an RV on you know some people have to keep paying you know like it's a huge privilege what we did and I always want to say that every time I talk about it because it does it could feel like a Cinderella story or oh how how great and it is
1: well Cinderella had a place to sleep too
2: just had some bitchy sisters <laughs> yeah I didn't watch Disney as a kid though so yeah, don't call the, me on any more facts yeah
1: she had to sleep in the attic or whatever but yeah you had to sleep in the RV it's
2: the same thing well funny because when I was in the internship program I was meeting all these new people you know, it's like teachers like to talk about each their lives and things. And yeah, I it's them, like oh.
1: high school for adults.
2: Yes, you know, and they're—I mean, I love these people. They're integral to like my love affair with education. I used to tell them I lived in a tiny house. <laughs> I met them. I met everybody. I was like, "Oh yeah, my boyfriend and I we live in a tiny house. <laughs> it was a fucking RV, fifth wheel. It was a fifth wheel. But oh yeah, we did that. It was hard." but it wasn't that hard. You know,
1: do you remember how long the fifth wheel was
2: 32 inches? Nope. 32 feet, 32 feet, not 32 inches. Yeah. Yes.
1: That's, that's a decent size. It was pretty big. Yeah.
2: It it really wasn't that bad because we were in that hustle phase. So we really were not at home.
1: Mm-hmm. So like
2: you're there to sleep and there's cows. Like it was all right.
1: Yeah. And then on Sundays or whenever you decide is like your lazy day, you have a little place to kind of just relax by yourselves.
2: Mm-hmm. It wasn't too bad. I'd do it again.
1: Yeah. Would you choose to? No, but... No. If you had to, you could.
2: Yeah, maybe if I was, like, building a cool house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could do it.
1: That would be the way to go. Yeah. Did you ever get scared of the winds out there? When the trailer would get blasted by the wind and
2: the rain? Yeah, thunder was actually scarier. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I mean, the wind is scary, but the thunder sounded like it was coming from inside. I think
0: it was the way uh, yours was facing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, you experienced a heavier wind? Th-
0: thing, mm. Like a kite. The,
1: the broadside was facing south, <laughs> so I caught all of the winds. I never spent oh, the of night course,
0: there, but I've been there the day, and that was weird enough.
1: That the thing whole thing rocked. Yeah. Of course, I have <laughs> fucking PTSD from the tubs fire that when winds pick up even slightly, I start getting <laughs> severe anxiety. That
2: sounds like but, a sensory nightmare.
1: Yeah. Especially when you are trying to sleep, mm-hmm. you are laying down, and the whole thing kind of moves a foot and comes back.
2: I am really happy you are in that house with I am <laughs> really happy for you.
1: Me too. I am waiting. I just I have this severe pessimism where I am waiting for the fucking roof to get ripped off. <laughs> no,
2: no, no. I understand that feeling. It does feel collectively like the when's the shoe gonna drop, but I have to believe that it's not.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I mainly feel that way because I didn't build it. Somebody else framed it, and if I framed it, I. would sleep like a rock every time but <laughs> considering the source it's not that comforting anyway so you made it through the the teaching schooling process
2: yeah so the what, what the subject
0: symbol? did you teach
2: okay so that's the funny thing so i said i'm gonna be a teacher because they're
0: different credentials right
2: mm-hmm. so if you're in elementary so can't can't, can't Kindergarten through sixth grade is called multiple subject credential because you teach multiple subjects. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Your fourth grade teacher taught you science, math, or whatever. Right. And then when you're seventh through twelfth grade, it's a single subject. So you have to specialize. You have to pick one subject or multiple, I guess, if you're an overachiever. Slide
1: favorite.
0: that thing close to you like an inch.
1: So it was yeah, K through that. six, right? You said K through six and seven through twelve. 12.
2: So I immediately, I never have once thought about being an elementary school teacher. That's not in my nature. I don't want to talk to anyone else's kid in a baby voice. It's just not what I wanted to do. So I already knew I was going to do single subject, but my true conundrum was like, well, what the hell can I teach? Like, I never imagined myself being a teacher. So I had never imagined the topics that I teach. And I really just went through a process of elimination. I hate math. I don't know enough. And math teachers, I'm sorry. It's like a thing. We're not supposed to say that we hate the math. Ooh. I'm sorry, everyone. I love you. <laughs> Not very gifted in science. And English and history were like, okay. I like to write creatively. Me too. Am I interested in proficiency in grammar? No. Do I know anything about history at that time? No. <laughs> I don't remember learning... I remember being... I remember being a topic in a room that I was sitting in in high school. Like, the Civil War, you know. Like, that, that was it. I did not have any sense of, like, timelines, dates. could
0: rattle off facts with dates and names and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: So, it was pretty scary, honestly. Pretty, like... And that's a, what you taught. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... I narrow it down to history. It's 2016. What it's what I'm most interested. Yeah. I just felt like that's the only thing I care enough about to learn myself. I didn't know anything. Basic that's an easy
0: American history. It really is what it like all world, of it. world and then American history. Basically
2: So to be a history teacher, you have to Christ to Indiana. pass three tests. One is a world history test from the start of human history, like the skulls of those that were once like almost humans to nineteen fourteen. Hmm. Then you have American history. And then you have government and economics. And you have to pass those three separate tests. It's called it the set. That's typically what keeps people from becoming teachers are those three really gnarly tests. So you can imagine me knowing nothing. Like, how am I going to pass those tests? I went on Amazon and I bought every textbook that I could find that started from the beginning and went all the way to government hmm. and economics. I just read textbooks. Yeah. I just highlighted them. I just got all kinds of textbooks. I would watch, yeah. like, um, Crash Course on YouTube. Like, mm-hmm. I would just YouTube and text and then, like, talking about it. Like, did you? I would talk to Brad like, Oh, my fucking God. Did you know that this is why this? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, what? And it was just like it blew my mind, like that. Some of the facts, yeah, and especially that I was operating in the world without knowing, like that just
0: in America without knowing of yeah. all places,
2: yeah, yeah, in the world too,
0: yeah. And I'm sure sort of some have, of the facts.
2: Totally, I have two thoughts. What,
0: on What the that. first human ever found was named Lucy. What, like you know, like a fact like that?
2: that yes, and, and just you like
0: you learn that at like twenty-five years old. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: More so the things that were blowing my mind were the recurring themes, how things just continue to happen, how like ego just ruins everything and how, like, just, it just was so like, oh, that's why it is the way it is now. Like, oh, like this makes (sighs) so much sense. Why is everyone always saying this is so crazy? I can't believe it. Like, you can't. Like, of course, this is, Yeah. this is what we make.
0: Everything's a phenomenon. Yeah. Everything's, a f- everything's like a wild event.
2: No, it's a slow burn. We've been slowly charting our course to be here. And knowing a little bit about the past, it makes a ton of sense. Like, like The oh, chaos, the, like, of course.
0: I think that stands mm-hmm. a major testament to the lack of ownership that, this, that a lot of people have. Because you basically, like, don't take much ownership of your own actions but then you get fucking blown away that this thing happened when you just didn't fix it long ago or didn't try to be better long ago you just ignored it
2: mm-hmm. it's a lot of kicking the can i would say crazy it's really scary for people so yeah so i didn't know anything i ordered textbooks and i failed those tests like multiple times i had to take that shit multiple times and i always want to say that to anyone that's ever listening that ever thinks about becoming a teacher, like, you should absolutely do it. And lack of content knowledge is absolutely not a reason not to. Like, this is all learnable. These kids are freaking 18 years old. If you can't get on board with something that a 16-year-old is being expected to learn, then you probably don't belong in education. Like, you're probably a really intelligent person that could be doing something else. Like, you're probably some other kind of smart. But most people that have, like, some academic foundation can figure it out if they want to. And that's my thought on... The fact that I didn't know anything about history was that it doesn't matter. It didn't matter, and it still doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. It was actually almost an advantage because I literally had to go learn everything that they were about that I was about to teach them. Super fresh, and I remembered how how uninviting those textbooks were, and how it wasn't enough. Like when I would read that, I'm like, wait, that doesn't like that doesn't give me the whole picture. I need more. So I was able. There's
0: two sides of this. It's not just like a. This is a summary. I need, like, this side and this side. And then I want to think about it. I have to
2: be curious. Yeah. There has to be something in there that makes me curious so that I can go learn myself. And I really take that into the classroom is that I never felt like um the content was gonna speak for itself like I my felt my job was to get them curious about the subject like I want to say something that's gonna make you feel like I gotta know more because yeah. the only way to actually open your brain is through genuine curiosity the rest of it is just you're just falling in line you're just following orders like kids in school you're like quote-unquote learning no you're just follow you're like you're following directions like mm-hmm. there's really no we don't really sit in him and hall where the fact like that a kid's not listening to you, but if they're seated, quiet, and looking at you, that's okay. Like that's those are the things that are really troubling about education. But there's way more benefit. And I think that me coming in such a newbie in such a in such like a crazy fast way, I really think it was an advantage in the end, but at the be like in real time, like in that present moment, it was so scary because I just was like, like talk about imposter syndrome, like I literally just read this chapter last night you guys again because i just wanted to make sure i just want to make sure i wasn't going to give you false facts about medieval japan
1: yeah you just (laughs) you took all the school systems are built to jump through hoops Mm -hmm. it's to guide you into jumping through hoops and it just so happens that your passion to become a teacher required you to jump through more hoops of going down a path of learning more shit Mm -hmm. There's and, a
2: lot of hoops. There's a ton of hoops. And there's a problem there. I mean, there's so many ways we could go, but.
0: It's a, it's, it blows my mind. What? Like, it's all this stuff. All this stuff. This is a world that's so foreign to me, but I know that it's out there. And oh, I yeah. I know that oh, it's yeah. like, it's a big deal.
2: It's public but school? Yeah. In our community? Yeah. Oh, it's central. I, it's,
0: it's a really
1: big deal. And somehow underfunded. All the time,
0: and like I don't know. I just
1: yeah somehow.
2: And I well, mean, just currently thinking about lack of
0: education about education. I think because I don't know all these. All the, a lot of these that you the story that you're saying is like fuck. Yeah, when you really think about it, does this fucking fifth grade history teacher love history or no?
2: What's their goal? I I think my thing is why are you here? Well, what's the why?
0: And how did you get here? And why did they put you here if you don't want to be here? I'm sure that there's a lot of other people that would free the spot up so you can go take another one. So like, yeah, how is this mismatch happening all the time?
2: Well, my answer and, to that, not that there's a real answer, but yeah. is that...
0: I'm not really looking for one. I'm just kind of like talking out loud. But. Well, the,
2: there's it's there's no incentive to drive cool people into education, I think is my response to that. Hmm. There's no incentive for a young... Don't have to be young to be a good teacher, I just want to say. But there's no incentive for a young person to go into education because a person with those type of skills that we're looking for could go make double. Doing something else, yeah. Like Mm -hmm. just to be very straight up, a starting salary mid forty thousands. So I was a teacher on loan, and I made forty eight thousand dollars. And that sounds maybe that sounds different to different people, but in Sonoma County, you can't buy a house on forty eight thousand dollars. You have to live on a very tight budget. Imagine if you had a child.
1: No, you, you are. A teacher is such a more qualified individual. They've gone to school. They've taken these tests. They've learned the shit that they they forgot or just mm-hmm. need refresher or just didn't learn at all. And you're making as much as a laborer in construction. Mm-hmm. A guy that's digging ditches.
2: Mm-hmm. And all work is honorable. And that man that's digging ditches should feel honorable about what he's doing as I feel honorable about what I'm doing making 48000 Truly. I don't think yes. that there is anything wrong with any type of work. Anyone should feel proud if they're earning money.
1: No, the 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 dichotomy here is that the teacher is a qualified individual yeah. doing something that's shaping young lives. They
0: were trained young lives. to do it and they're now
1: I'm not the world experts. is built on the ditch diggers and the laborers and the guys that are cutting the wood. 100%. But they're working off of a sometimes not even a high school diploma mm-hmm.
2: and just their pure like, their physical labor.
1: It's just, that is the niche that they work themselves into. Whereas this person has spent years of their lives paving a future for themselves. And then they're going to go help other young people to help pave their future. And they're getting paid as much as the person who didn't take the extra time out of their life.
0: To, uh, pave the, to pave the future. Yeah, and,
1: and that's I. I'm not taking Whoa. it away. I'm just saying that this person has gone through yeah. so much more learning and hoops, and maybe debt, to get to the same salary base as somebody who just goes out there and moves dirt. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think
2: that exposes our societal values. It's horrible. I think we value a foundation being poured. I hope that's the right verb faster than we value a fourth grader having a teacher in front of them that's um cutting edge and cool and that that kid likes like our society values the material the home like that industry is of more importance than than education that's the answer to the funding question is like we show where we we live our values through how we spend our money yeah like personally like each of our dollars that we spend is a vote Similarly, like the state and federal governments, the local governments, the way they spend their money is a reflection of their values. And a lot of people talk about how important education is, but I don't see any champions. Like, I don't yeah. know the champions. Nobody... I do locally, but not on any larger stages.
1: Yeah, even on the state stage. Mm-hmm. it's
2: Tony Thurman is the state superintendent.
1: Yeah, well, I think somebody else needs to come... <laughs>
2: I actually don't have. I don't have a. Is
1: that a Tony with a Y or an I?
2: Would that change your perspective?
1: I'm just trying to assume their gender.
2: (laughs) I'm gonna let you wonder about that.
1: (laughs) Well, they need to step aside, or we need to vote somebody else to be them, or are they picked by somebody? We elect them. We elect
2: them, but I think, I think that education. It's almost like. You know, the cliche people say, like, healing happens at home. Like, we think about, you know, like, the world right now. I think that communities, it's like the same kind of thing with communities and education. Like, I think the reason why someone like a Tony Thurman at the state level perhaps hasn't had, like, some big impact like we'd hope they would have because there's not one-size-fit-all legislation mm-hmm. that we can put over a state because the state is so diverse. Like, you brought up earlier, LC and Piner, and those more diverse, I would say. The the schools that have a greater diversity, that's not going to work for Piner like it will work at El Molino when we have Casadero. We have a lot of rural... School. constraints. Yeah. Like, there's just different things, and I think that's why the The sweeping legislation doesn't have any impact. Like we do need more funding. States fund schools. Like we need the state to fund like heavily, like throw money at schools. And like the what we do with the money, like that's what has to happen locally because we know our community.
0: There needs to be a plan. Yeah. Also, there needs to be a plan. A cohesive, cohesive, long-term, long-term elected plan. Okay. Here's a plan. Okay. This is how much it's going to cost. Okay. You know, you don't like. I don't know. It's hard to give money without a plan. We Literally, the conversation I was just trying to start back there before we started this is the lack of a plan Mm -hmm. can slow you down. Well, there's a plan, but nobody ever
1: adheres to the plan because the state of California, I can't tell you after COVID right now, but before COVID was in a surplus. Yet our schools were not any better for it. Our roads were not any better for it. They like to put up signs of certain road work that's happened, but they do sections at a time and it's usually crap or it's, it's just putting a bandaid over it. Same with schools. They're just putting band-aids on things and saying they're spending the money and you're like, no, you're not, you're not making any difference. You, you're doing the very surface thing, but there's no good for a state to be staying in a surplus. It's it's nice. Yeah, are they investing but, but if they're just holding on to the money in the general fund, yeah. it's not being spent where it needs to be spent. Yeah. So well, I, I don't care about it. I I like a surplus when things are hurting. It's yeah. like, okay, that's great. Safety. Now we have the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then the surplus needs to go away. We need to break even because that money needs to be allocated to different things and it's not it's just not happening.
2: I don't
0: you know. Interesting yeah. way to look at it, which is cool. Yeah. That was cool.
2: I don't think different. that it's yeah. I schools need a ton more funding. Yes. And yes. I think the structure of schools need to change. Bef- before I think the structure of school must change before we expect to see a change. I don't think that any more funding at this current model is going to yield the results that no. we're hoping for. No. Right? With like
1: star testing and things like that. Sure. To
2: Even things as decide whether as, they
1: need more funding.
2: Like, think about this bell schedule okay now you're an adult when's the last time a bell told you to get up and go do a new task that you Mm. didn't set yourself
0: right there you go yeah Yeah.
2: so we function we run our high schools on bells like they're cattle like these students are cattle like get up go over there go over there go over there yeah why are we doing that why do they sit in rows why do they have to come every day yeah like, why Old school are, shit. Yeah. And it comes from the Industrial Revolution. And we were, I mean, I learned this in my studies. Like, we were, we needed a workforce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And our solution was to train our local kids so that they had enough skills to go work in our factories to make the big bucks, the big people with big money make more money. And they were going to make those those wages.
0: And a I lot think of you them still. did, I think.
2: Yeah. It was successful and for then the
0: time. It just, the, the trend. Adap- just adapted over time mm-hmm. but it but the lessons didn't they are but they're just not caught up yet
2: i just don't think kids care about what we're trying to give them like at the there's yeah. so many like big like there's a lot of acronyms i could throw at you if and they did, lot not thoughts be... but it's really just that yeah. they don't yeah. care
0: so what do they care about? what do they, what do a lot of them typically show interest in
2: oh that's such a great question <laughs> then not to
0: generalize, but like, what are some of the popular ones that you can recall? Like, oh man, this.
2: Music. Okay. Sports. Um, entrepreneurship. The environment. Fashion. Um, I'm trying to think. Like a lot of the arts, a lot of them are really artistic. Um, mm-hmm. Travel. Okay. And then like teenager stuff. Like, they're really, truly more concerned with, like, what's happening after school than what's happening in school, you know? Oh, yeah. I just don't think they care about the subjects that we're asking them to care about. Yeah. And I don't think that... um, I don't think there's enough going on at the school that focuses on what their life is going to look like after the school to make that connection clear to them. Like, I think that they... I think a lot of kids just show... Because it's not engaging from their perspective, they just show up to school like, it's another day. like, And that's probably what my attitude was. Like, just get it. Looking for
0: your friends. Yeah. And then you're just going
2: to graduate, and then I'll go figure it out. Yeah. But that's the thing. is like, that part...
0: The prep part. The prep part, I think, can help a lot. If there was more prep. Maybe, I don't know. I had a lot of prep at Windsor High.
2: Yeah, I want to talk about that.
0: And that... I I personally didn't deal with a lot of these issues. Um, maybe not issues, but like experience. I didn't have this experience in high school, really. I kind of enjoyed it. But I think that that's a key reason why, is I felt prepared the whole time. Yeah, so... Knew what I was getting into.
2: That, that brings me to what I'm doing this year. So I taught for the context. I was an intern teacher. Did that six months in night school. Landed a job at a brand new middle school that was being built in Forestville, not being built literally, but more figuratively. It's a founding teacher at a brand new, it's called Design Thinking Middle School in Forestville with four other teachers. And for two years, we built a program. And we thought that this middle school was going to be something that was like a fixture of El Molino. The, the intention of that middle school was to act as a feeder for El Molino to increase the enrollment at El Malino, which we know is a problem right now. And so we did that for two years. The funding was not there. They shut us down. It was really heartbreaking. Like really heartbreaking. Like a those kids oh my god those kids grew they were subject to a lot of trauma they were very low socioeconomic status often like traumatized in so many ways like those I felt like soul connected to those kids like if they called me in two in the morning I'd be anywhere Like I love them so much I still do and they reach out all the time like it's the coolest thing and now they're like sophomores and juniors and like Holy shit. It, you, I see them being big and like I love them so much then and they knew it, you know, so it's really yeah. cool to have that. So they shut our school down, which you can imagine being even more sad now knowing what those kids were up against. Like they took away that one thing that they were loving. Mm-hmm. And it's not they like the school board didn't do that. Like yeah. it's just the the facts and the, the money that just wasn't Good there. Good to
0: understand that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I it went. It happened. It happened. It happened. Then I went to, luckily got to stay in the district and then started teaching at my former high school at Annalee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I taught government and economics, world history, and a really cool elective called Global Studies. And I was teaching those same classes that I sat there and was not listening. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it was with some of the same teachers. It was like a total trip. It was super cool. Like, it was super cool. We ended up going on strike, which is not super cool. but proved to be proved to be a really transformative experience for me personally. Just just the and I know this sounds a little cheesy and now these like the activist social justice warrior kind of world, like but truly organizing and be and demonstrating and starting something and following it through and being victorious. We ended up getting a 12 percent raise over three years. Doesn't sound like much, but it is like that experience is so like deeply, like satisfying and empowering. And truly, when all this the Black Lives Matter stuff came up this year and my sort of navigating it personally and professionally, like I felt so equipped. I'm like, oh, I understand organizing. I understand like being in public. I felt really empowered. And I think a lot of people, regardless of anyone's like view on that organization specifically but really did show up in that way and I hope that they have that enduring sense of empowering like I care about something I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it the right way and then I'm gonna continue on my fight you know I just thought it was really cool so I taught at Annalee, and then we went distance right March 13th the world shut down because of the Rona and (laughs) taught the last quarter from home it was crap and it's like so hard and feel bad for everybody but that finals week i heard from some colleagues and they had this cool opportunity there's this grant it's called the strong workforce grant and it was it was funded before the world shut down for the rona so the fund still went through and the whole goal of this grant is to talk to rethink college and career readiness at eight different high school districts in the county and there was the opportunity for two teachers current teachers to be teachers on loan and learn to become college and career readiness coaches Mm -hmm. so that we could go and have the time and the ability to go make connections with other teachers and try to like try to first get to know them but then to try to convince isn't the word that I want to use but convince them to implement some of these college and career readiness strategies into their classroom, into their like science class, into their woodshop class, into their English class, Mm -hmm. into their art class. So it's it's really super cool. So I took it Mm -hmm. over the summer and it was like this crazy sort of experience, but I'm so grateful because this is the kind of work that I feel like is the answer to those, like hit your head against the wall questions. Like what are we You know like this this no silver bullet because the silver bullet doesn't exist but it feels like a step in that direction and i'm just like thank god like a full body like yes like this is what i want to do with my time Mm
1: -hmm.
2: especially now that we don't get to be with the kids like and like like those that's the best part and if i can't have that like i want to do
0: this. so many layers yeah
2: i know so
0: many layers
2: which one do you want not to Not even into like first? anywhere near the middle. I know. This could be seven hours. I could do- I think about this
0: stuff the best I can on my own, like usually when I'm stretching or on a yoga mat or whatever, like chilling at nighttime. And I can only get so far because I don't have any experience in there. I have some just from intern kids and stuff, but I'm not there every day and it's uh I think about this stuff. But I can only go so far down the rabbit hole, and then I'm just like at a loss, like I don't know. So this is very helpful for me. Cool. Yeah, so hearing some experience, some experiences about like potentials that I think about on my own is very interesting.
2: If you had a magic wand, what would you do to transform education in Sonoma County?
0: Um, do you have an answer? Or no, I'm gonna think I, for a second. I am.
1: To... Yeah, uh, the f- first thing being is starting with the teachers have some sort of uh, what did we call it? More of a a leverage or getting people that want to be there in there mm-hmm. and having. At making least, it a
2: desirable profession where you yeah, can yeah. earn a nice living, have a great quality yeah. of life, I, have great benefits, and I, make it in, a debt in society. Hell I've, yeah.
1: always, I've always been a proponent for teachers making way more than the admin. <laughs>
2: That's it. I mean, I, I love it. Sure. Cause, cause, <laughs> so. most Tell me the, why. Tell me why.
1: Because most of the time, admin are doing the things that they're you're working for they're me, pro- bitch. They're proponents. They're they're supposed <laughs> to be speaking. That.
2: They're supposed In case to. Be, anyone's listening? I didn't say that.
1: <laughs> they're supposed to be making decisions based off of what the teachers want and what the teachers need.
2: That's interesting that you perceive that so, to be their that who directs them. That's interesting. From the public's perspective, you see the role of a principal to follow the direction of Teachers, they're a resource. Well, not not I, I guess. Could be not
1: specifically like who a do principal you
2: tells them what to do the school board via the superintendent yes mm-hmm. and who and, else
1: I mean the principal is more of a disciplinary and and kind of uh I'm assuming deals with the school curriculum as a whole and the standard of what the school is and
2: more that one more that one. From my perspective, yeah. the principal mm. is the vision visionary, like the head, the one that, um, where I was sort of leading you was parents. I feel that students and parents are the, I have a lot of weight when it comes to the admin. Like, I think a lot of the frustration you might see on Facebook from teachers, like with the quote unquote admin is that like their voices actually are often Way further down the line than some angry parents yeah. and some pissed off students. Like those, that's from like that's who runs it. I think. I mean, obviously the superintendent gives directives to all of the
1: yeah, but the site who, admin. who controls the funding?
2: The funding that would be the district office. There's the chief mm-hmm. business official, and they are in charge of the district budget. There's also the site budgets. The county office of education, which is who I'm where I'm working two days a week now, where I'm hosted. I think is the technical way to say. it. Um they have a lot to do with the district budget. It's like a layered process: state, local, district, site. Why? Um great question. There's a some, something called the local funding model and it's like really confusing. Basically the best way I've heard described is that school funding is can be described as buckets. So the state has their big bucket of their education general fund. They send whatever money to our big bucket in Sonoma County, and then Sonoma County gives the buckets to the other high schools. But at the sites, there's these separate buckets, <laughs> and there's a general fund. But then there's also these like CTE, career technical education. Those but like that's woodshop. What I like. Yeah, yeah, I me too. Yeah. That's like what my new job is. We no, got to talk. About. I'm
0: very interested in that oh. CTEs.
2: So basically all the buckets, English, those, the monies go in their buckets and they can only be spent for those buckets. So often there's like, we don't have enough money. Oh my God. We just don't have enough money in the right bucket for what we want to spend it on. Hmm. So not actually sure what your question was at this point, but the funding is so complicated because there's so many, Um, restrictions on how funds are spent. And like certain schools are given certain funding because of certain things. Like if you have kids that fall under X category, you get this. If you have kids that fall under that category, you get that. There's also like, there's basic aid funding. I mean, there's all kinds, it's like crazy.
1: Yeah. So in those, whoever is directing the different buckets, Mm -hmm. isn't there a committee or board that decides on the state level, on the local level, on the on the individual district levels and the high school levels. So you have do you have different differing uh, individuals on each
2: I would say multiple bucket. people. There's multiple eyes on the bucket. So there's multiple eyes on multiple buckets. I would say like the cleanest answer is that each district has a CBO that is The one whose job it is to like mind that budget and to be like Mm -hmm. that's where if someone has a question that's who they ask
1: i guess i'm trying to see how many how many people is this sifted through Hmm. before it reaches where it needs to go because everybody's got to get paid everybody's salary needs to be made but yeah
2: i've heard those arguments that there's like too many too many um
1: cooks in the kitchen
2: yeah and that there's like for like the term. county has to have their bid and that mm-hmm. they have to have their bit and that whole thing I do think that there's elements of that are, that are true and um, but I think there's more of a structural problem mm-hmm. with like wow, schools are expensive like weird things are expensive like mm-hmm. lights hmm like the heaters
1: hmm
2: it's just so like the money like the West County has a 25 million dollar budget
0: Sounds and like a lot of money over a year, though. You have to milk that for a year? Salaries,
2: like, benefits. really I not mean, that much. <laughs> all if, the electricity, yeah. all the maintenance, is all the Piner, insurance. Is
1: Piner in West County considered? Mm-hmm. No, it's Piner, just Santa Rosa and Elmo. C- San Jose right?
2: City Schools. Yeah. Okay. West County is Analy, Elmalino, and Laguna, which is the continuation school.
1: Right. So that's still... That's two giant... Elmo's got a pretty big campus, but they don't have a big...
2: They have five hundred and fifty students and Annalee yeah. has eleven hundred.
1: Yeah. Elmo's campus is big, but their attendance isn't.
2: Yeah, well they there's so. just geographically it makes a lot of sense. Like there's just less people yeah. out there. And there's it's easier for Annalie to draw those interdistrict transfers, like people from Reno Park can come to Sebastopol. A lot of Windsor, like there's some those west side roads and all that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean that's a real juicy and like dicey topic right a
0: now. A really west, yeah. cool thing yeah. if it could be done sure could would be some sort of like if you were a teacher in the last five years like this is what someone amazing can do If you were a teacher at some point in the last five years you get this bonus as like I'm sorry (laughs) and like here you like you guys are acknowledged you guys are pretty cool here's this and let's fucking fix some shit. How much is my check? I have no idea. Maybe I have no idea because I don't know numbers, right? I'm I don't pretty know. sure
1: high school teachers close to retirement make either high five returns. figures or low six. Uh, I'll
2: tell and you that West County ranges from 42,000 to, I believe, 87. It's online, it's all mm-hmm. public record. There's uh, no, yeah. I don't know records. any okay. teacher in Sonoma uh, yeah. County making more than 90, to Oh, Okay. Like that, all right, so low or, or high specific, fives. Yeah, like a. A VP, uh, vice principal, or an associate principal; those are the ones, by the way, who do the discipline. The principal principal typically gets like it's. They're the, more the face. The hardest yep. part
0: about all this too is like that idea. Even it's like, but it takes the owner, like the the, what's the term? It takes like for the greater good mentality to receive that though, because mm-hmm. like if you, it doesn't work. Because if you're hella comfortable. You know what I mean, and like you, you—it takes a few people to be able to say, you know what, actually, you don't need that. Thank you, I don't need that. You can disperse it evenly throughout the rest of the people, and then that's what it takes for a, something like that to really, really work. Because then, at that point, it's like, okay, here's a check, fucking there you go, kind of like a stimulus concept. Yeah, that's 1200. But then there's. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I am I mean, free money always sounds good to me. And I think like, I often think about teachers, not enough money. Like, that seems like a, like a, that. I like what, this I like that the like start a, is that to the teacher, though. I think that's a really yeah. revolutionary, that's truly, like, revolutionary, is to think about education and then let's start with helping the teacher, not criticizing what the teacher's already doing. And let me say that with that, I know that there's a Ton of teachers that are teaching like they're in 1990 i understand that that's a reality but the conversation around yeah. teaching is mm-hmm. very much mostly what they're doing wrong or what they could be doing better huh. or what like a monday morning quarterback oh, would yeah. like well i'm, I'm trying, trying to, to think
0: of ways to, like of how can you afford to invest in it when the plan is ready hmm. that's what i'm that's where all my questions and statements are like coming from i'm thinking of it like almost like how the business uh loans and like the Forgiveness loans that happened a few months ago All all through summer because of COVID Mm -hmm. Um, You know it takes some people to say You know what Like, I actually don't really need that There's other people out there Like I didn't take it I didn't Mm -hmm. do any of that I didn't do any business loans or anything like that But I knew that there was a lot of folks out there That needed it And I didn't need it as bad as them And so I said no I don't need that
1: not That's better,
0: operating. not better than you by any means. No.
1: The I, problem with that is that more than likely no. your money got soaked up by somebody who has 500 employees and makes, and their business nets like
0: they're higher risk.
1: Like you could have 50 million dollars, yeah, and or 500. I forget what the cap was, business but is business that was there. considered small business. So you yeah. could have taken it, and I mean, it's best you didn't because you still have to pay that back unless you had a PPP loan. So you were just and the twelve
2: hundred you'd have to pay back. I don't need it.
0: Yeah, I just didn't want it.
1: Yeah, so I'm that, just I've saying.
2: But I think guy that's guy your morality coming yeah. out. Like I, I think that 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 was like your moral take on the situation, it was. It which it was. I respect. I just don't think that there is a more like we don't have a com. I mean, obviously we don't have common morals. Like we don't have. There's no
0: common goal. There's no vision. What's the no vision, vision of this fucking? What you want to cool? right now okay
2: this is something cool that's happening in education and then i'll tell you about the bad things but this is a cool thing it's called a portrait of a graduate and the county office of ed for the last few years has really like championed this idea of portrait of a graduate which basically for the county one they started and they got stakeholders from throughout the community so teachers parents um small business owners all of people from the community stakeholders in this conversation on what does it mean for a kid from our county to graduate from high school like what are we going to ensure that they have what are what is going to like show that they are ready now what is our portrait of a graduate and so they went through and they did a lot of empathy interviews a lot of surveying and they came up with these six like soft skills that the entire community agreed that we want our public school we want our public schools to produce this kind of kid and those those phrases are like collaborative ethical ethical what are the other ones? All these other like just duh like good person things. Mm-hmm. But it took it took the whole county initiative to get to that common six words. Yeah. And that's what And the like,
0: bigger the group, the harder it is.
2: To come to consensus. Yeah. And that's and it and that's in theory and, when you're and you're in
0: struggling hope. With it, when you're struggling with it, like that's this your guiding that's your is, that's your North Star. And all these little mini micro uh, communities within our country is doing that too they're struggling with it okay then you gotta peel it back again make it simpler Mm -hmm. and simpler and simpler and dumb it down until you could finally collectively kind of grasp on the same
2: fact Mm -hmm. you have to be having the same conversation
0: now this is a rough loose foundation for all of us to figure some shit out which will probably never happen but it's for a business, I think of things in business, right? So if I had 10, 500 employees, 10 employees, two employees, just me, I still have to come up with my vision, and I have to be on the same page as it. Where did you learn your business go? knowledge? Fucking run, owning a business, starting okay. a business. All right. Not in school. I There was a business class in in, uh, in Vineyard, and it was... It, I, but it definitely wasn't Brooks either. Hell no. Okay. No. There was a business class there too. It was very poor. Cuz
1: I that is what what I would expect out of young kids in high school is to have more business knowledge. They want it. They have
2: That's what, one of the things I listed off. Yeah, entrepreneurship.
1: Yeah, they they want it because it is the most applicable thing. Mm-hmm. You could have common skills and you can have like myself or Brad who are mechanically inclined to build things. Mm-hmm. But that's great. You can have a great hobby. You're always going to be entertained at home, but margins. You can, yeah, but you can make yeah. a good career out of having business skills. Mm-hmm. I have fucking zero. Mm-hmm. Well, I should say I have like. Yeah, you do. Ten percent, five percent. I don't know. You, I
0: you you've started. Yeah, you you never I've started, that. but yeah.
1: but I have zero employees. I I am having a hard time of trying to figure out how to get employees. I'm trying. I'm just dabbling into how to run books. I've when only learned know how to build What things. is your
2: first step? Like when you come to a point, you're like, fuck, I don't know what to do. What do you do? I
1: either go ask somebody or I research it.
2: Who's that somebody and what is the research?
1: The somebody is usually a professional that I know has built something themselves. So that, some kind of
2: networking connection.
1: That or family members or, yeah, usually some networking connection, some referral that can lead me, hey, I know you know this person or, hey, I met this person before through this person. And, or you know that person directly, that's how I would go about asking questions. And you got to build up the courage to go ask that person. Mm -hmm. And And, filter
2: it through the lens of, do I want that person's business? And if the answer is mm -hmm. no, then I'm going to take what they're saying with a grain of salt. Because I think a lot of kids and adults do that. Like we ask people who are quote unquote successful, what would you do? And then we get their answer, but we don't want their life. I think that's like, that's like a, Another element of all of this is that I really think kids need exposure to a, like a vast array of... I like
0: CTE for that reason.
2: Yes. So that you can mm-hmm. see, like, like...
0: Can you explain CTE? Yeah. Just real quick, like Cliff Notes
1: version? Career, Not to be confused with the brain trauma.
2: Correct. No.
1: That's
0: a
2: little Do you remember <laughs> ROP? Do you remember ROP classes in high school?
1: Uh, ROP yeah. video,
2: all that? Like,
1: so is like what is it what's the electric. acronym stand for again
2: I actually don't even know what ROP stands for but I thought it was, was like rudimentary
1: of, st- of I, I thought ROP was like special I don't
2: special think special so. classes no ROP was what CTE is today and that's a theme in education of like acronyms for days career technical education basically is funded through traits more oh. no I wouldn't say traits it's funded through what's called a Perkins grant, and there is, it's a funding source. So the the classes are funded separately, but they are all still within the high school. The high school teachers teach them. In order to be a CTE teacher, your credentialing process looks a little different. You can be, It's what's interesting though, there's two ways to be a CTE teacher, which helps right understand. Let's see.
0: Primary concept of ROP classes is to provide older teenagers and adults with career preparation or technical education that can be utilized in the job market.
2: It's basically old school CTE. Just career training. And it it changes
0: over time. Mm -hmm. Right.
2: Because the industries change over time. Because industries change over time. So to be a CTE teacher, you are either already a credential teacher. So like, for example, I have a single subject social science credential. And it's clear, by the way. Go me. (laughs) 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 That's another hoop. Um. You can have one of those credentials and then add a CTE element by doing a few more hoops. Or you can start from the ground up, meaning you, like you, Daniel, like you're coming from the industry. Yeah, I started the process. Yes.
0: I'm in the system.
2: Good. Well, then you you can always pick it up. Yeah. So you just have to have X number of hours in the professional sect of the industry that you're going to teach. And it's like, it's online, like whatever number of hours and or years. I can't remember how they decipher that. You have to have relevant experience, recent experience. And then you have to just jump through a few more hoops and then you can teach. The thing is, is that someone like you, for example, you have this photography business. It would be a big ask of you to shut down business to then go make 50 grand.
0: I applied to, I applied for a photography teaching position at Windsor. Did you? Yep. Oh, Uh, I remember this. Yeah. So I was like kind of down. That was two, that was like, no, probably four years ago.
2: And it was like a part-time thing, right? It was like two classes. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have to shut my shit down. That would be awesome. It'd be like, I think it was like two or three days um, and like five hours for two of the days and one hour for the other day. Some crazy, something like that. And Mm
1: -hmm. what's the, the, I guess, the scale or the rule of thumb for how much work you have to do afterwards to prepare for classes and to Mm -hmm. grade things?
2: That's a good question. Um...
1: (laughs) So you Did added up about honest- nine hours of in-class yeah. in- in stuff, yeah. so I would think double. I would think you'd need another nine hours to prepare. My snarky and-
2: answer is it depends on how much of yourself you put into it. Like, there's a really <laughs> easy way to print off a worksheet, copy it, and give it to them, and then read it really fast. Like like, like takes- a
1: real scumbag.
2: Well, I mean, I'm not saying it. But that like
0: takes- me. I mean, and, and let me just be
2: honest. I've had a headache. I've had a migraine. I've been a teacher with a migraine. I've been a teacher that's had a shitty day. I have for sure printed off a worksheet and given it to my kids, but it's never my like intention or like something that I rely on, right? So there's, the answer is varied because it, I taught for three years in the classroom. This is my fourth year and I'm removed from the classroom, still considered a teacher. For the three years, I never repeated the same class. So I never taught the same class over again. So I've (laughs) taught, I taught, the Medieval World, U.S. History, P.E., and a yoga class to 7th and 8th graders.
1: Sounds like an awesome lineup.
0: <laughs> it was crazy. Medieval shit.
2: Medieval. That's how I started. That's cool. It was crazy. The
0: Renaissance. Yeah. That'd be fucking fun. Yeah. That was one of my favorite classes.
2: It was like a rich, there's You're a lot that? to dive into. Like think about me trying to learn this on my own and like teach myself. Like that was a really cool. Some of my favorite shit was all that.
0: But art, uh huh, and I did that at Brooks.
2: Mm-hmm. And the kids, art
0: history is one of my
1: favorite. Actually. It was the, the kids so love
2: <laughs> anything that's connected to art. They're like, yes, I'm in. What? Because it's intuitive. Like you don't have to have those it's foundational... Expression. Yeah, you don't it's have expression. to have like the the comma splice. Yeah. like in order before you can say like that makes me feel right. this way. You that's know, like that's I accessible.
0: I loved to write. Yeah, it's I so always cool. thrived at writing, mm-hmm. reading very slow, poor comprehension. Not, as you can tell, not very good at reading out loud, and like but writing shit was really good comprehension very poor
1: well I appreciate your very Obama-esque answer to how many hours (laughs) does it take after
2: okay this is the thing (laughs) I want to go this is a great area I think just like to expand your understanding of what it means to be a teacher and for anyone listening that like is curious so it depends it depends do you teach in a block schedule so did you ever go to block schools block schedule schools
0: what is that A day B days yeah yeah I had A day B days oh well Piner
1: had the whole schedule, Monday, Tuesday, Friday, and then block days, Got it. Wednesday, Thursday. Okay, so we so, had a mix.
2: So if I had a 30-minute class, so at our middle school, we piloted both. The first year, we did blocks, so we did odd-even, same thing. And then the next year, we're like, yo, those kids cannot sit still for 90 minutes. We need to do every day is a Monday, you know? So, like, 43 minutes, I think, what it ended up being. Like, mm-hmm. super short So we did both with those middle school kids and the prep is different. So for a 90 minute class, think about how many transitions there are, how many different like sets of materials there are and like what the students will output in 90 minutes. And that anytime you're asking them to output something, I'm expecting to have to input it, you know, like because one of my philosophies, like one of the things I try really hard to never go back on is like I don't do recycle work. So I don't want to give some, I don't want to give students something and ask them to put their time, especially if it's homework, give me their time if I'm just going to put that in the recycling. Because like, I don't care about it. So doesn't, should do. It doesn't have a purpose for me. Why should I ask you to give up an hour of your life to do this for me? So mm-hmm. if, there's that. Like, So if you spend 90 minutes doing group projects and they come together with this crazy thing and like. Then you're going to have to clean up the room. That's going to take 30 minutes. And then you're going to have to read what they did. And then you're going to have to get them individualized feedback. And then you're going to have to plan what they're going to do tomorrow. And then mm-hmm. you're going to have to answer your emails. And maybe you have to call Johnny's parent because he was flipping off Sadie in the back. And they're, you know, like beefing like... <laughs> I would say like it ranges from 30 minutes to answer your question to genuinely five to six hours. Yeah. Like, that's the range. Like so on could, any given day.
1: I would... St- I would... Oh, so, yeah. The The average would probably be double... One hour of classroom time is usually double of your time.
2: It's probably safe to say. I will say that during distance learning this semester, my teacher friends have said that they are clocking 14 hours a day. Holy <sighs>
0: shit. Yeah, okay. So...
1: Yeah. And that's, that's what I'd expect from a teacher. 20 hours that's what a I'd,
0: week. For me, if I were
1: to... No, it'd be... 30 no 27 it'd be 27 hours if you had nine hours in class but it's double that time out so you had 18 plus 9 27
2: i think you'd be great at it
1: that's how many hours it would. there's be. a lot to
2: learn in terms of like you know so this is the thing about um take transferring your knowledge you know a lot about what it takes to run a business mm-hmm. the learning curve would then be how do i get to a kid to care about it Because you can be as excited as you want, but the true challenge is how do I get to know a kid well enough to know how to get them interested in this? And that's the thing that's so hard about
0: internships. I've been able to do that successfully one on one. Mm -hmm. Don't know how to, I don't know how I'd go about it with a group of them though. You'd figure it out, it's just a challenge. Like there's probably four or five of them, like high school level education that have come into the studio or come to my old office that Al gave me and we would just sit there and either talk business, we'd talk how to work your camera, we'd talk whatever level you were at, we would just pick up where we left off. and for like two hours.
2: That's awesome. My, my That's undivided attention one on one. for like
0: two two hours. And and I was I had their attention too, so I could ask them a bunch of shit too. And it was fucking sick. And a few, one of them still works with me now. Is that Grant? Yeah, Grant. Yeah, he's gone, he's done a bunch of shit. And he knows how to basically run a, he doesn't think he knows, but he knows (laughs) how to run a business. I don't pay him unless he sends me an invoice. Like, fuck you, dude. I'm not going to pay you unless you ask me to pay you. Most.
2: Well, you're treating him like an adult so that he'll become one. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: You can't just do work and expect someone to fucking pay you got to make it easy for someone to pay. I'm not paying you until you send me an invoice. And now he's been doing it, which has been awesome. But he did it some shitty way. I'm like, which is fine. (laughs) But now we have to refine it. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Now we do...
1: Yeah, there's a learning lesson.
0: Yeah, now is another lesson. Now so you we're can build
2: upon what he's done. So yeah. now instead of starting from nothing, yes. like you can edit bad writing. Yes. That's the perfect example. You can't yes. edit no writing. You can edit bad writing. Anyone yeah. can write a book. It's the same Very thing. Very proud of him. You just yeah. have to do something so that he can build upon it. And I think the thing about the difference between what you're describing, like the one-on-one, like automatic buy-in, like this kid, yeah. he showed it by your studio. He obviously wants he to do this. Yes. He, inter- so he, asked so asked that he asked me. Yes. He was so interested so that he asked you.
0: But the, but the opportunity was handed to him. Which is, was provided to him and the whole class from the from the school from the mm-hmm. class, and it was that's the best part about it. I was an alumni of this program. Me and Brittany were. We were asked to by the teachers that we had four or five years ago to come back and talk to the students about what we've been up to, and based off of that, other opportunities came up. We were able to do mock job interviews for these kids. Uh, I signed up to be an internship shit and so I take on like one student a year sometimes you can give two. them feedback
2: that's another thing that yeah. industry people can do great at you can come in some teacher can put together a project and, and midway through the project at the end of the project an industry professional yeah. can come in and give real feedback like oh this is great and yeah. you could do this and some real relevance and I think that that's the beauty of a teacher. I think it was yeah. Gangster, right? Ganster?
0: Ganister. Ganister.
2: Yeah. She taught me at night school, teacher school. Oh, she
0: did? She's amazing. She was
2: super cool. And she, she mentioned amazing. that program. And that that's always stuck with me. Is like
0: She's the front runner.
2: Yes. What if, As far what?
0: as I'm concerned, she's the front runner. I don't know if that's the real deal, but as far as I'm concerned, she is the leader of she, that pack.
2: She's wonderful. I don't know if I declare her the leader of uh, Undisclosed It's pack. a self-declared. Perfect. <laughs> she's great.
0: She leads me. So, therefore... That's that.
2: No, that's what, do you, that's, what do you need. My yeah. in, entire intention for the job that I'm doing now, we would call that work-based learning. So we would call that taking the confinement of what it, what has, what the state standards have determined to be your curriculum, and a way to infuse work-based learning. Slide that
0: thing a little closer again.
2: A way yeah. to infuse like real industry-relevant skill-building opportunities into that. So you have to teach whatever the state says you have to teach, but you don't have to teach it in a certain way. You can yeah. teach it in whatever way you want. And so she took the opportunity to bring in you guys and amazing. she's getting her standards. Like she's going through what she needs to do. She's yeah. just doing it in a way Very that creative. Yeah, opens the perspective of kids. Yeah. I think the one thing I was going to tell you before is that the transition between one-on-one to classroom, just to provide empathy for those teachers, those photography teachers, video teachers, whatever, say they have a class of 30 kids. Average on average, ten of those didn't sign up for that class. Yeah. They don't want to be there. I'm
0: not even bummed at all that I didn't get a job.
2: You uh, could get in the future. Yeah,
0: I did it. I went through the interview process. I taught my lesson. That was my interview. I taught a lesson. Oh, damn, that's gnarly. To four teachers,
2: mm-hmm.
0: one I two of which I knew. The other ones remembered me, and one two or one or two of them was new. And I taught them the whole. I I taught them the creative process. My creative process all on a whiteboard
2: how'd you go about planning your lesson
0: i planned it like three days in advance
2: but when and i taught the lesson over and, oh, okay.
0: over and over and over and over to these intern kids mm. that's how i was presented the opportunity like oh hey this guy the current photo teacher is gonna leave you should apply dan okay what are the processes well you gotta go do this you gotta apply for this you gotta have all these little fucking things i <laughs> okay <laughs> so many little fucking things I'm like fuck this so shit this many. fucking sucks it's a pain in the ass man and I asked the people at SCO mm-hmm. uh, for a lot of help
2: Hunter Frera was I don't remember
0: the names he's it the was,
2: credentialing guy he's so sweet
0: maybe it was him I out of the way they were all like very eager to help Cool. but I was like fuck man this is a pain in the ass And but I went through did the interview didn't get the job someone else got it I think because I was so young it maybe was a deterrent because I know my lesson was sick. I know that I was going to do a great job at teaching. I knew I was going to be a great fit. That teacher, I—he's no longer at the school. A year Bummer. later. Yeah. He,
2: he, he I wonder if he had more more
0: than a year for experience. whatever reason.
2: I wonder if he had he ever taught before. I'm just
0: curious. No idea. No idea. I just know that he got and I didn't, and he's not there anymore after one year. Which some I don't know why. But it just happens a, a lot.
2: There's a lot of turnover. I mean, obviously, well, all fuck the reasons I had a crazy
0: said. event happen in his life. I have no fucking idea. Right. But I was down to do it. And but I'm not bummed. I didn't get it because honestly, the lessons that I can provide one on one here are better. Mm-hmm. They're more in depth. They're, they're the, the, the benefit is even greater.
2: I totally agree. And I think there's a way to make. I love that you mentioned that Grant got the opportunity handed to him. I think that that's
0: i didn't mean it like that no, no, it no. was provided for him he, you know basically by class, showing up is, to
2: class he was rewarded with a, an opportunity by yes. being in the room yes, by he showing was. Up. yes. Uh-huh. i think that is such an important element when we're talking about not just cte classes but just about he's
0: like, in the back of the room he's a fucking <laughs> right fucking but, but yeah he's all leaning on his chair how much money do you make <laughs> that kind of kid
2: and like, oh, man, i love those kinds
0: fucker.
2: of kids honestly and then, yeah <laughs> I, love you that I would
1: pick on them every day of the week
2: you can't pick on them so you can't get, that's get like, fired
1: when i say pick on them i mean right. i'd call on them to do things every single time
2: yeah i would I'd say, make it
1: almost torturous to come to my class i knew we'd get along because they wouldn't want yeah. to they don't want to do anything i knew we'd get along no. so i'd make them do
2: it i'd love to see you try the, I think it's a, it's an interesting beast when, um, especially coming back to your old high school, I went back to my old high school, you went back to, like, you going to Piner, like, just walking into that room, like, it just does something to you. I don't know. There's something about being with teenagers that, it's, like, a very humbling experience.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. I,
2: they care about them looking cool. At all costs, so yeah. your feelings are like at the bottom of yeah. the totem pole. Like yeah. I don't give a shit. I wasn't ready you. for the class anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, you, you <laughs> gotta, gotta stay on that. your toes around high school no. kids. I'd
0: rather yeah, and truly does not care here.
2: about their feelings. That's like, a like big... no, not their feelings. Truly not care about their attitude. Not own their attitude. So for example, like Grant mm-hmm. in the back, like this, right? Yeah, you could <laughs> take that personally as like, oh, they don't respect me, or they don't like. It's not about me. I always knew that. Any of their behaviors, it is not about me. And yeah. like, let me tell you, there was a lot of behaviors. Like,
0: I didn't take it personal at all,
2: right? Because why would you? But it's got to be people. like
1: writing on the board and then ask a question and then go, "Great, what do you think?" Yeah. <laughs> like every at least twice a class. Yeah. That's
2: was, funny that your memory. That's of what I, would do. Is I love. That, that if that stuff, you writing yeah. on the board and then asking, like that's because because of the world we're living in. Like, can you that's not do not, that right now? I mean, well, no, you not really. Like, why literally, can you not do that right now? what do you mean like why can you is
0: know? that not a? is that not it's allowed not
2: best practices you could do whatever you could do that teachers do that they lecture we'd call that like stand and deliver like you'd lecture so you'd have something to say you'd have like your visual way of of showing yeah. it and then you'd call on people it's like a very old school way of getting your message across and that's what we were taught that's how we were taught
0: if you know the fucking subject and you know the dates and the facts and all the shit fuck just yeah, paying
1: paying attention Yeah. I, yeah. It's it's one of those things i
2: I'm shaking my head for
1: the audience. I well, can some things you need to. I'm I'm like yes, I
0: have,
2: yes.
1: I'm like formed and morphed from STEM shit. So it's all just science based. You just gotta sit there and listen and understand what you're being told. Yeah. So and, then, clarifying and then you so. have to practice what you're being told and then you have to come in and keep doing it. Yeah. And so that's like my perspective of if somebody's not caring in my class, yes. I would I would make them and care because, it, because bro, what you. is it what is it going to do to for me for sure. writing on the board or like out I'm of the blue asking that person a question? They're going to start getting – because they're so uh, sensitive about their egos in high school. They're going to get so bummed out that they're being embarrassed because they don't know. Yeah. There's nothing more embarrassing than not knowing the answer. Yeah. And so if you get called upon and you look like a jackass without – without the teacher even like bullying you just mm-hmm. twice a day because they, everybody is perceptive all the kids are perceptive to who that kid is in the back of the class acting like he's cool but you're not that cool when you don't, don't know what the know, fuck is yeah, going on
0: when everyone's on the same page and you're not yeah. you're goofing off you and your friends
2: and, and so if you, stuff, if you if no. you bring
1: them to the forefront oh you think you're cool you want to be center of attention with, but I'm gonna make you center of attention
0: yeah
2: I will just say so I am the center
1: of
0: attention I love you're, you're, I love
2: it. that that's what you think would happen yeah. like it's not I, what happens like they don't like, they that
0: think what happened. This this something that I
2: wanted that's do. exactly how our <laughs> high school experience went like, that's exactly how it went, right? Like, you were only listening so much so that if they called on you, you didn't. Yeah. Like, that was like my, one of my ears was probably open the yeah. whole time just like for that. Like, so I didn't have to like be an idiot in front of Bradley, you know? That is exactly how our experience went as I a teacher. pretty
0: damn good and prepared.
2: But you but said I'm, before you did it. Like, and I did it.
0: No, no, no. Uh, What's it like In now? my life, not to teach. Oh, right. <laughs>
2: Yes, because of those human things of like being aware that you are you and like what you do, like you get responses (laughs) from people like that human shit. But in terms of like learning the content, so what I would do if I had to get something like the creative process across, my approach is always how do I hook them? So instead of starting off the class like we normally would I would do something that would make them think like what's gonna happen next like there's some sort of create. it's super creative to be a teacher into lesson plan that's why I think you'd be so good at it is that there has to be this one thing that you give them or you say or like you play this one song it's a great example so they walk in and I just hit play and some random song that I know the meaning but they don't just play and I just stare at them and smile and that's like out of the blue right so then they're like what are they doing today? <laughs> and I'm like, what do you think we're doing today? And they're like, I don't know. Like, like there has to be like, like a puppy. Yeah. They have to want it. Like they have to Earning. ask you like what's next or else you're just talking for you. Like oh. or else if I walked into a high school class tomorrow and started writing on the board and was talking like they are not going to listen. No.
0: I want to Can I clarify myself. Yes. Okay. Cause this is going far and I you wanna wanna know, you sure, want to make sure to be the fact. I want it to be sure that, you know, that in my, in, in my vision of doing this, this like, what was that? Like catching someone red handed for not for goofing off the fact, the level of fact I would do that for is like.
2: Like a softball. Like you'd want them to know.
0: Yeah, like the easiest thing that he know that he or she knows. So
2: you would have known your student well enough yeah. to know what they know. Yeah, And then you'd notice that Johnny wasn't paying attention. So you'd ask a question of Johnny that you knew he could yeah. answer. So that means that not only I have if you he taken said, oh, the time.
0: I couldn't think of it. Whatever. It's just like.
2: You have to know yeah. them individually. Them meaning 28 to like 37 kids in your yeah. room. You That's have to know them individually enough to know what question you're going to ask. Yeah. Because just asking those questions like. There's, there's such a spectrum will, of academic yeah. knowledge in that classroom that you don't, like, there are so many gaps. They come from different schools. Like, it, there's no way of knowing what they all know. No. And I had teachers who would use shame and, like, <laughs> embarrassment to do that. And I, that, that, that's the feeling. Like, if you're going to call on somebody and ask them a question you don't know, you are trying to shame them.
0: Into yeah. submission. Into yeah.
2: compliant. You're compliant. not listening. You're not listening. But
0: what are you did doing? I sign a
2: contract? Am I a kid? Did I sign a contract that says I have to listen? No. I signed a contract with my mom. She dropped me off in the morning and I have to sit here. I don't have to listen to you. Like I, That's the change. Like The kids. Okay. Like, and then I they, just get
0: it. I get that by probably like my third time doing it. Mm-hmm. And be like, okay, fuck you then. I'm going to probably get you some help from someone else.
2: Mm-hmm. you'd try really hard I'm I know gonna you, go, would, I'm gonna you would because you would care get, about the kid yeah,
0: I'm gonna go get you a counselor and say hey this fucking kid is acting up or something we need to do something here and I'd send him to the office or send him somewhere and it wouldn't be detention it'd be hopefully a good resource for him
2: yeah so that that's the that's those are the you skipped my class to
0: go talk to a counselor instead fucking great dude you, right you go do that yeah I don't want you in here then you need you have other shit you gotta figure out and this person will help you I can't I gotta help just these other fifty kids.
2: Yeah, that's why it's so hard. It's, it's so hard because there's.
0: When you're ready, you're more than welcome to come back.
2: That's the thing. Yeah. Where's the readiness? And like, who's helping?
0: A counselor or someone? Hopefully, perfect world. I don't know.
2: Right, and like that's the <laughs> thing. No like thinking about our middle school, we didn't have a counselor, and we had eighty kids. And I would. The serious
0: probably should be partially, mostly your parents. They should know that the second you, they drop you off, they should know. Oh wow, this kid is fucking imbalanced as fuck today. We did not exercise this kid. We did not feed him or her correctly this last week. Damn, we stayed up hella late. I'm not dropping off a friendly, sharp kid right now on Monday morning. I'm dropping off, like, quote, unquote, a hungover kid from the weekend. (laughs) Yeah, like a
2: sugar hangover.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sugar all-matter hangover. Yeah, it's all –
1: my scenario was mid-semester of just consistency of the same thing. That's that's where, like, it's not shaming him every day. But I would say a never a
2: shame. I would say that there's no room in modern day yeah, education. For I, a think,
1: better term. I think there's a, there's a point to where <laughs> you there's, there's a cap. We didn't say we're going to shame a, your ass. There's, there's no, a but that's, cap. What
2: that, that's the impact. Yeah,
1: there's a cap to someone being a derelict and not yeah. getting any repercussions of being that way. Yeah. And so if you,
0: the. You get fucking fired if you do that at your job, dude. The, You're the, lucky the, I'm picking So up. The, That's
2: an angle. That's an
1: angle. So the worst thing that these high school kids can think of. Is being embarrassed in front of their peers, and so if you've asked them numerous times, and or you're trying, you've done the enveloping thing, you've piqued the class's curiosity. Yeah, so from there
2: they would have to get some. Okay, so let me go there. So, you'd have to pique their curiosity. And then, for what, as you're saying, you'd have to stand and deliver. You'd have to give them some of the information. So, yeah. for, for, yes. use for like five minutes.
1: That's why, I'm, that's why five, my scenario was like deep within the semester minutes. and he's yeah. still acting that Only way. Only
2: ever Just, five minutes. Max, talk at them 10 minutes. Like, max. Like, that's the max. Yeah. Five minutes to stand That's where and I struggle. Tell yeah, five that's minutes. I would
0: struggle for sure.
2: So then, but you don't have to, it's, it's not magic. So you do, you say. you give them some information for five minutes and then you break them out into groups. Yeah, that's... And then they need to talk in groups. And then they need tricks, to, yeah, yeah they need to collaborate really in groups. Like, they need to create something in a group. And then they need though, to come to back. Eat. Yes. Yeah. And then they're going to go around the room and they're going to post their ideas publicly. And then they're going to ask for some feedback. All these things that... Yeah. Get them off the chair. That require them to talk to one another. I think that's the change is that it's less important that they're listening to me. It's more important that they're listening to each other and that they're genuinely curious. That's the difference.
0: Are these Mm -hmm. uh, virtual classes, are any of them, do you think, requiring the kids to meet up outside of...
2: They can't. No. What? Legally, they can't. What if if you
0: extend school hours? What if you do from 12 to 3 and from... or, Or from 9 to 12... And 9 to 11 is with the teacher. And then the le- the second two hours, last two, three hours, you guys are required to meet up virtually.
2: Mm. Oh, I didn't know you meant virtually. In, yeah, virtually. In person, that was my, they can't. Oh, no, no.
0: You guys are all required right. to set an appointment virtually. And that's your group project. And by tomorrow, this is due as a group project.
2: I'm sure that's happening. So they're all, they all
0: have to follow these social rules again, like, okay, you stay muted until you're ready to talk. You make sure your background sick as fuck. You make sure that <laughs> all your, that you're there to to help your, your team.
2: Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that, yes. And, that and a lot I of the strategies, right now, yeah, that's great. And a lot of the strategies that are happening in the, class so in the class, quote unquote, classroom, virtual classroom, they're using their breakout rooms on Zoom. So they'll, the teachers will create the breakout rooms, two, three, four kids will go. The thing is,
0: uh, you know, like pretty ignorant dude right here, like, just fucking go back to school.
2: Right. But
0: I mean, I'm saying yeah. if since you got to play this fucking game, yeah. Here's a way to play it. Here's a way to play the game.
2: Mhm. There's some people playing the this game like this is a well.
0: fucking dumb game, but if you're in a tight spot and you're forced to play this fucking game, then here's this, how you're going to play. This is how you're going to play. It. Yeah,
2: and there's this a lot a arguments of arguments towards yeah. like like think about a third of the workforce is working from home in the United States. That was a statistic I read last week. So the kids that are learning how you're saying, learning how to create a Zoom meeting themselves, learning how to send someone an email with that link, all those things, those are soft skills. So it's not wasted time. Like that's the thing I continue to like want to repeat. Like
0: basically for the public schools, because like if your money's coming from the same people that are telling you you can't open up, now you're in trouble. That's what's going down right now. If your funding and your finances are coming from the people. That are telling you you can't open up. That means you can't open up. You're reliant on yes, Mm -hmm. on whoever. It could be private too. But if that if you're reliant on anyone, what they say goes. Mm -hmm. Same thing if you're a kid and and living at home in your parents' house. Same thing. I don't care care if you're fucking thirty years old or ten years old. Mm -hmm. You are reliant on that person, that group, that whatever. Their values, their their perspective. Go. Mm -hmm. That's that. So since if you're in that situation, maybe other I don't know. That seems like a cool way to do it. But if you're in a private situation or something, maybe you can make your own rules up for a while.
2: I don't know anything about <laughs> private school. That's the thing. I, I don't know.
0: Not necessarily school, just private something. Yeah, private I don't know. I don't know. I'm just making shit up we had some friends
1: in it, and, and I never idea. asked too many things other than knowing that they had to wear a uniform.
2: Mm-hmm, that's basically, except to my knowledge, but I don't ever. I feel like a calling
1: and to stay. In and I think school. it was worse in the sense of. Uh, teachers providing their unwarranted opinion more often mm. in private schools.
2: Oh well, that that's a topic that has come up to me personally. I mean,
1: because the, isn't that kind a, of reprimandable in public school?
2: So, do you, are you meaning like a teacher making their political le- beliefs be known?
0: Yes. So can you give an example?
2: Yeah. I started teaching in 2017. Trump was no, just no, not, not necessarily
0: For you, oh. but for like, a, <laughs> I like think there's like, a lot like, of examples. Like, because like there's like two descriptions. Like yeah, I want to know an example of something I can yeah political
1: opinion. Okay, Shared unsolicited by a to the students by a teacher. Okay, like and, talking oh, about
2: the Civil War. So someone saying like what are the motivations for the South to succeed? And you and, and you saying yeah. like um. The that, fucking
0: indians or some shit
2: like yeah that. or just like like so i got myself into stating the fact that uh, the primary motivation was to continue the institution of slavery and that got a ton of pushback because in history there's like a lot of room for like perspective and interpretation i also like not even, this is a totally different example
1: were they kind of ignoring the fact that that was the primary reason for Well, the- why
2: are we making a whole group of people just out to be racists my family they they really align with the values of the Confederate flag. Why can't I wear it to class?
1: Because maybe you're a fucking racist. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but <you can't> say <laughs> no, I'm just can't kidding. Uh, I actually, to this day, I'm gonna regret the <laughs> shit out of this. But I actually, my my dental retainer is one of the last formed Confederate flag dental retainers. <laughs> the reason being is because I was taught. When I was taught this, it was it was just a band of rebels t- telling the, the, the national government or the federal government to get fucked mm-hmm. and telling them, no, we're not going to adhere to your laws because we have our own ways of living down here. Mm-hmm. That's what I was told. I don't wear that retainer. I'm not too happy that I have it, to be honest. Um, I thought it was just a sign of rebelism and... That's the way it was, but
2: I think that's a most people but, have that story but, with the flag. I think most people in our generation would say that exact same thing, right? but
1: but historically, right? The reason they were history. the reason they're rebelling is so they can keep the fucking <laughs> slaves.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: End of story,
2: because think about it economically, think about it like yeah. that's the only reason why, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, so that's just an example, but the other the to back to your question of like, yeah,
1: Mr. <laughs> fucking skinhead here. Yeah. <laughs> The fucking rebel flag. (laughs)
2: Rebel flag totem. What's in in your mouth? What's what's in your mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Your business.
1: Yes. (laughs) Hashtag me too. (laughs) Oh,
2: I don't know about that. I can't can't get bored of that one. Uh, Back to what I was saying. I don't even know what word. I do. Tom asked if it is like um, reprimandable to make your political opinions known to your students. Yes, this is
0: why I needed the example because this is what. The gray area we just did was in my gray area. Okay, now here we are. Can you risk uh, that against Tom? If
2: so, Tom asked if it is like quote against the rules quote unquote like against the rules to say to make your political like ideology opinion no
0: and share it when they're unwillingly so without consent. The
2: technical answer to your question is if you look through my teacher contract, which binds me to what my job there's not language in there that says no you need to stay apolitical that's not so it's been like a a cultural norm amongst educators from like this is my knowledge like if there's something i'm missing sorry it's been my understanding that in the past there's been the cultural understanding that that's unacceptable that that should stay between parents and children and that that's not appropriate for a teacher to share and there's so many logical reasons unless solicited No, that like in the past, like that was the thinking, like okay. that was just a cold hard no, no, like that would be like teachers would be scared to say that, they would be feared of the repercussions. So that was just not happening. I start, like I said, I chose to become a teacher in 2016 and became a teacher in 2017. Like, think about the political climate and how it changed. Then I towed that line every day because it felt like no longer there was a clear way to separate politics with culture and pop culture. And it felt like hmm. me standing before these seventh and eighth graders trying to bullshit them around not answering a question. All that does is make them think that I'm a bullshitter. Like they don't trust me. Yeah. Like they're like, what has she got to hide? And the other, like the opposite of that, I'm like, a lot of people look at me and assume that they know exactly what I think because of the way I look because they think like young millennial Latina must be this like must be super liberal must be whatever and there was a ton of assumptions I had a parent of a boy who was a 7th grader and we were learning about medieval Japan and it was during that time in Trump's presidency where like DACA was on the table DACA the dreamers the immigrants that were brought over when they were like under the age of 5 and now they're our Um, age and, like, are we going to grant them citizenship or not? Like, they're pretty American. Right. They don't know Mexico. They don't know South America. They don't know those yeah. places. What are we going to do about them? That conundrum. So that was, that was happening in the news. But my history class was focused on medieval Japan. I was probably, like, three months into being a teacher. Mm-hmm. And a dad called our principal, and he said, you better tell that Latina teacher to stop talking about immigration. My kid, I don't need her influencing him. She needs to stick to the subject matter at like 7 (laughs) a.m. I roll out at like 7.15. Principal's like, um, can we talk? Like, Okay. (laughs) She's like, what if, um, she was this amazing like advocate for teachers. She's like, I got this call. It said this. Let's talk about it. (laughs) And I was just like, start laughing. I'm like, I've been covering medieval Japan. Like whatever that guy has got going on is his own, He's assuming that I'm taking who I am and using my classroom as as like a whatever the soapbox, like as my way of like, like a cult leader. Yeah, infiltrating these like little Forestville kids. Like of course that's not what I was doing. And it didn't even come up. So well, if that was
0: the case, you'd have 20 phone calls.
2: Right. 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 So that was how I began this my own personal dance with what is and isn't kosher. And I think I really just went with my gut. And I mean, I don't, I really did just go with my gut. Like, what do I feel to be true and right? And that's what I said. And like that, and that's what I would say to kids. And do, I've had three years of students, I don't know how many kids that is now, probably like three or 400. If you asked each of them, like, what are Miss Ochoa's political views? They'd say, oh, she's probably, she's pretty liberal, but she's like moderate. Like they have a general understanding. hmm well, how but can they not?
0: They're humans and you're human. Because, and they communicate yes. with you every fucking day. How could you not pick up on that?
2: And any, any tram- time, yes, any time I felt myself speaking on behalf of an ideology, I would always acknowledge what I was doing and acknowledge what the other side would that's think about what, what I was saying. Right? Yeah, for sure. But that isn't common. Like that's not A lot of super, teachers don't teachers, care or... No, they all care
0: deeply, but... I shouldn't say... How do I word that? A lot of teachers still project their...
2: Maybe I would say... willingly
0: or unwillingly or knowingly or unknowingly or something like that.
2: I would say the majority are too afraid. They're too afraid of those phone calls. They are they don't feel equipped. They don't I feel like hurt. I would... Yeah. I, they don't feel like they've been trained. They don't feel like it's their place. It's not like a
0: big thing. Right. If it is, it's like an honest accident kind
2: of And then there's the other... Again,
0: I'm trying to understand.
2: There's another portion that I think and on red and blue conservative and liberal that feel like almost like their perspective is like the like of course almost like and just speak about it like like of course and they just there's like yes it just makes kids in the class feel a type of way and I know that I didn't do that because those kids would come to my room and say, hey, this made me feel a type of way I appreciate when you bring the Second Amendment up, for example, in your Econ class, you talk about both sides of the issue. You talk about what does the letter of the law say? What do gun supporters say? What do gun reform activists say? I feel like I did a really good job with that specifically. And the only reason I did was because I live with someone that doesn't align always with me 100%. Like Brad and I have such rich debates on like ideology. Mm-hmm. And we've both just, I've totally expanded my ability to think critically about conservative ideas. Like I just can take conservative ideas as ideas, and he can take liberal ideas as ideas. And I just am looking for logic. That's just all I'm doing. And that's the only reason why I was able to do it successfully in the classroom is that I had someone outside of the classroom like challenging me so that I knew,
1: you know. The best conversations come from those that aren't necessarily on the far fringes, but from center right or center left and just somewhere in there where I would say Dan and I are center right. You and my buddy Tyler are more center left. The one person that I've met that is probably pure center is my buddy James. He has Like, like a
2: libertarian. Uh because I kind of flirt yes, with the idea of calling myself yeah, a libertarian I,
1: I mean, that's what I'm that's what I vote as, is a libertarian. Uh, just because it makes the most sense. And <laughs> to me, it makes the most sense. Uh, but James is a libertarian with a sprinkle of socialism. <laughs> And so he, that's the guy that I find I'd love to meet him as close to the middle as I can think of. Interesting. Whereas you got, like, Tony, who was like, far, far conservative. And then I don't know who I would put far left that I know. I have a few oh,
2: friends I could loan you.
1: Caitlin Summer. <laughs> she would be the first person I would think Shout far left. Shout out,
2: Caitlin. Left. I love you, Caitlin, my yep. Gilmore girl. Oh,
1: I'm so- <laughs> sorry for low down and no I think I mean Caitlin proudly
2: shares things online. I don't think she's like hiding from that identity and I think there's a lot of people that and I just want to say like whether it
0: is hers or not, it's not it's hers to say whose it is, but yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that both like extremism is not something I'm ever interested in. Like Uh. like like Green New Deal people, like I don't want (laughs) necessarily my whole government to be like in that agenda. But I'm really glad that there's people out there thinking about those kinds of ideas. And I'm sure that there's other people in the conservative space that think about things that I also can get behind. Like, I really appreciate having a (laughs) Second Amendment right. And I appreciate that there's conservative people out there thinking about ways (laughs) to protect that right. It all comes down to You know, like, I'm interested in people thinking.
0: Yeah. I just wrote, the note that I wrote is like, just read the Constitution. Like, when's the last last Mm -hmm. time you read it? Probably high school. If at all. And I mean, did your there teacher is, what, break it
1: up? 20 did, some odd amendments?
2: Yeah, did your teacher you say, through? here, read yeah, that? You vote based on that. Or did they make it engaging? Yeah, did they break right. it up? Did they add color and context? Whose idea? Where did this come from? Yeah, like I this wanna,
0: idea? I made a note for me to read it again. And then that way, you know, just, you read that once a year or once every, once every five years, fuck it.
2: Once an election, maybe.
0: Once an election? That's nice. better. That's, what, that's.
2: Let's part. all commit to that.
0: Read it once an election. That's a good pact. Yeah. That's a good fact. Read it once in an election okay, and I'm
2: down.
0: Yeah, I'm down. I'm gonna read it as soon as I hopefully read that and I'll set up a day to or like a time to do it. Because it's gonna take some time, that's for damn sure. Yeah, and anyone's interpretation
2: is through their own lens. Yeah. I think that's why it's so important. It's like and a that's primary you source You
0: don't vote off of other shit. You or maybe you do, but you vote just with that mind. Mm-hmm. It's just there on the back burner. It's just there. You just read that. Okay. Now we yeah. think about this a little different from this perspective.
1: And on that subject, I am about. I am on board for reformation. Say more. Of some of the amendments of the Constitution.
2: Like which ones?
1: Um, it shouldn't say. I need to read it again. Not necessarily "We the People," but uh, the sentence that is "All men are created equal." That should be done away with. What would you
2: say in place? All people.
1: All people. All people are created equal. I'm sorry for those that align themselves as like.
0: For a second time, read it with a highlighter.
1: Or like deerkin, those people. (laughs) uh, Yeah, we. I'd, I just don't have patience for that. <laughs> you change,
0: yeah. change that one. That's
2: it's,
0: why
2: I know changing. It's got to be
1: people because that. if you're not a person, you can't vote. <laughs> I, I, I'm okay with
2: people. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I, think, I think most
1: people <laughs> can get on board with that. Um, I think uh, the Second Amendment could use actually some reform. Yeah, what the it's, hell? Militia? Come on. Where are we at? It, it's, it's meant for – it's not meant from group to group within – within the United States, it's more for people against the government. And I kind of get that. Totally, which is why my
2: overarching gripe with conservatism is, okay, yes, you want to protect yourself from the next king, right? That's like the whole American thing, right? Get us away from that. No taxation. So why have we so deeply aligned ourselves with police and military, which is like the epitome of the state, of like government.
1: Which is completely, completely overfunded with the militarization of the of the peace officers. <laughs> there's there's so much money going to SWAT and that stuff, which I think now they're pretty well equipped for what they need to do.
2: <laughs> I mean, they look as, really scary, but I don't know enough about their budget.
1: Because yeah, yeah. how it should go is there should be the, the beat cops, there should be the sheriffs, there should be the highway patrol, all that's great. They should be carrying ARs, they should be carrying shotguns. With,
2: like they do in Europe and in other places well, in the world. Yeah,
1: just just how they are with the SWAT that they're set up to do, but maybe just one or two tactical units. So because how many times I don't personally know. Maybe I'm just talking out of my ass and off feelings <laughs> here, but there can't be that many situations in a day that is asking for a group of SWAT to go do something.
2: I, I wouldn't know, but yeah, it sounds about right. I
1: I just. I don't hear about it enough. I'm sure it would be on the news every fucking day if the SWAT tank was <laughs> no, being. No, we got the dip- Rona
2: on the news. Yeah, Rona Nation.
1: Yeah, I guess so. But those—that's how the local law enforcement should be armed. But then that's why we have the National Guard—is they're the ones that should be having all of the fucking nonsensical things that they do.
2: But do you see what I'm saying, though? Like, do you see where, like, that I totally am with you with the Second Amendment, like protection against. Yes. Police and the government. I'm with you. That makes a lot of sense to me. I would feel uncomfortable living in a house without a way to protect myself.
1: 100%.
2: 100%. I'm with you there. What about the part of conservatism aligning itself so deeply, or is that Trumpism, so deeply with police and military? Because if that's truly the spirit of like... Leave me be, right? Like, don't come in here. Why have we made like? Why have we linked arms?
1: Yeah, I I can see the the conundrum mm-hmm. where it's kind of a oxymoron.
2: Do you don't think so? It? I thought no. Trump sort of um like made his base like included. It's been that that way for years. Has it? Yeah. I haven't been paying as deep as attention. Oh yeah. Pre-16 no, I, to I I see
1: what you mean. Where the the Second Amendment is closely aligned with. Police and
0: enforcement. Law but enforcement. who
1: governs oh. the law enforcement?
2: And thought of
1: that. Who governs the law enforcement? The government. Yeah, the government does. Those are the those are what yeah. the second to be able to defend yourself against
2: Against Police.
1: The, against the government
0: is an alliance I, with them. Because you don't want to defend yourself and so you form an alliance with them. Oh, That's like a social contract.
2: Do. Like you sign away some of your freedom so well, that the police can come and... Yeah. Well, but then it's that, something but that you that, that doesn't you're down align for. With like, the
0: Second Amendment. Okay, so, like, for me, okay. Um, I'm not a cop, but I have a lot of cop friends. hmm mm-hmm. And I respect, like, basically, what do you need? And I'll, I'm will i in support. Like, I'm going to...
2: Because of their courage in being a police Just because
0: officer. I... I I don't know how to really, it'd probably take me an hour to list it out, but I feel like I, uh, I support them mm-hmm. and as we all should. Yeah. As people, it's been that way since I was a kid that a lot of cops have been around. I actually don't know. I can't think of one cop that I've been around that is more left than right.
2: They haven't shown their cards too.
0: Well, no, they're just seeing more right than left. Mm. And it's, Oh, I see. What you're it's saying. a common Yeah, it's just a common trend. It's like two of the same. Yeah. It just has been two of the same since I was a little kid.
2: Why do you think that is though?
0: then, so I'm down to like the I don't know. I don't know why. It's I know why. but it's I know why it's because
1: your it. relationship makes cops People, you know, cops as the people. They yeah, do. They're and, my friends. And how? Yeah.
0: And well, how if they were down.
1: directed from the government to do something, they would say no, fuck that.
0: I know we're not going to do that. Yeah, I know And
1: and so, what they though The cops that we know, yeah, they would. Also, just they'd just be like, nah, no, much love
2: no, and respect no. to police much love and respect to police. I don't say this as a criticism to them personally and I'm not even here to like shit on police at all. I don't feel that at all. Right, like I just have a genuine question around that. Yeah, playing
1: devil's advocate. Yeah. Yeah, because the idea of cops is they are a directive of the government but when you meet the cops and you meet them outside of their badge and you hang out with them, they may be a little uptight just because of their work week but for the most part that they have the understanding of the Constitution is the way it is, and people have freedoms, and <laughs> you either infringe. The only reason you're having an interaction with a cop is because you've infringed on somebody else's freedoms.
2: That's where I disagree. I think but that the there's, is, there's a lot of systemic stuff, and uh, we probably, I would, like, prefer that. I don't, don't know, go into yeah, all this.
0: I don't know that stuff. But, but I just think,
2: I, I the don't. The
0: question th- was, why do they align with conservative? Why why do you think that the alliance between cops and law enforcement and conservative feels are the are a mm-hmm. thing? That was the question.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is the question, and I don't know. And I don't, I don't think anyone knows <laughs> really. Know. And I think that's why it continues. To I don't repeat. even know if
0: it's real. That's just my
1: reality. That's just my reality. I think there's there might be a confusion of, uh, and has cops be being a directive of the government. They totally com- are though. compared to.
2: They totally are.
1: But compared to cops not being held to the highest of standards that I think is the biggest problem because cops are more or less doing their job but we do see the we do see the flaws more than we see the Similar
2: with teachers you hear about yeah, the bad teacher before you hear about the good
1: Right so that happens a lot lately but what is happening most of all is that instead of since cops are trained since cops are allowed to handle weapons on a daily basis and to interact with people in a certain fashion that to a remove, normal person... Yeah, to
2: restrict liberties and to yeah, take away someone's freedom.
1: So they have more power than the average person.
2: Yeah, totally. So, Without quotes. They so do. So
1: if that is the fact, then why isn't the law being enforced upon them stricter than the average person? Because they have they have more of a right. Totally. They have more liberties than the average person, so they should be...
2: Held to a higher standard. Yes. Like, yes. Totally. Because
1: they want to they want to be seen as the higher standard in society but why aren't they being convicted on the higher standard the book should be thrown the con- at them yeah. every single time they I don't even up. think
2: yeah. that way I don't even think the punitive model I want to take kind of like Kai. a restorative approach <laughs> of like this is if, if, if the question about the magic wand if I had a magic wand and I don't mean this that this is like I've studied this is just my gut yeah. I would love cops to have to be 25 for that frontal lobe I would love that I would love cops to have been through at least an AA. I would like them to at least have an AA from the junior college. It could be free. I would love to pay for it for them. Yeah, And I'd love them to have regular weekly, monthly anti-bias training. Because I don't think that it's fair to them to wait until they've taken someone's life or gotten themselves to learn the lesson yeah because they're just people too like they're just our friends right they're just people fuck they're just trying to make a living like i think that they need to be given a few more they need they need some there's more stuff on the front end
0: how about we uh, this is this is always i think they're
2: feeling attacked right now and i think teachers feel that same way
0: this has always been my where i end up right here it whenever i think about the shit like i first started like we just started Whenever I think about this shit, I always end up here. Yeah. When's the last time you asked a solid cop that you love what they feel they need mm-hmm. to be even better? When's the last time you asked you asked a solid teacher what do you even what, do you, what would like be super sick right now if you guys had and ask like ten of them and they'll tell you what they need. Mm-hmm. You ask someone, man, what do you need? And if they don't tell you what they need, maybe they don't need anything. And maybe you ask someone else. What do you feel like you need to do a better job? Oh, man, I fucking... How many of them say, oh, dude, I fucking wish I had a better AR-15. I wish I had a, a bigger clip for my AR-15. Probably not one. Yeah, i would be so curious what the answer to Maybe be. A, a fucking bottle of water every hour. <laughs> I, you don't know what you'd get because... I don't think it's ever really been asked. (laughs) And I think that that'd be a good place to start. Totally. Is, man, well, what do you need? Instead of me saying, oh, I think you need that, Well am I to fucking say? I've never done what you do, and... You do it. So, why
2: don't I just ask you, what do you need? I'd love also to know what, at what point of their day do they feel unqualified to do what they're doing? Like, I'm thinking the homeless stuff, I'm thinking mental health stuff, I'm oh, thinking God. about all kinds of like the gang related things. Like, I'm wondering how many times Gotta a day them. they have to go and do yeah. something that they haven't been formally yeah. equipped. In, like, training or, like, some background information. Like, totally. I think that there's a lot of.
1: I bet the homeless thing, they feel overqualified to be dealing with that nonsense.
2: I totally disagree. I think that they don't want to do that. That's not what they they signed up to do. They don't want to do that. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. When I say overqualified,
1: it's not. It's such a petty crime to be doing homeless things. Yeah, I don't think it should be a
2: crime, personally. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean the littering and the trespassing and the like, trespassing s- I'm okay with. and and the sleeping on the sidewalk that's kinda of, I don't
2: think like, it should be a crime to be a human. That's what I think.
1: I mean what is it? It'd be uh ask them
0: what they need to. Talk to them. Yeah, some what socks. I heard I, need?
2: I heard they need socks. It'd
1: be I mean, yeah, they, oh, they do man. need help, but I feel like cops aren't the aren't the ones to be dealing with the homeless. Totally no. right. That's, I think that's where we're getting <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah that's a great yeah fucking boom done yeah they've they, they <laughs>
1: so, have, there's better real. things that they should be doing absolutely and they're sh- and better I don't know.
2: qualified to do yeah, probably more interested yeah. yeah and
1: maybe if there's certain cops that would rather be dealing with the homeless because they don't want to go do the like the dealing with the domestic violences and all the all the burglaries and things like that maybe they do want the kind of softer side of crime where it is. They homeless could go be a social
2: stuff, worker. They
1: should have a homeless mm-hmm. fucking unit. And I think uh Santa Rosa does have designated cops to just dealing with yes. the homeless.
0: They should just have whatever so, they need. Just like so. we should. Some calcetines. We need yeah, I you should have whatever you need. Are what we circling
1: back around to the fund being too big? Being we're in a surplus and we have the money but it's not being spent. Yeah,
0: sure. Even better. Yeah. Again? I
2: don't know enough about oh, this budget. You guys are on top of the state budget. I have no idea how it works. Oh. Uh,
1: yeah. I just know that <laughs> through <laughs> I didn't
2: know there was a surplus.
1: What is it? S B thirty one, that one uh fuel tax. It was it raked in I think upwards of five billion dollars a year in the state. Wow. And they allocated Yeah, so it was five billion. They allocated ten million per county for the roads Wait, because oh. that's what they, I think it was SB thirty one, and it in, on fact it checking. increased it increased gas tax by ten percent and diesel tax by twenty or sorry ten cents and diesel tax diesel cost by twenty cents a gallon. SB thirty one. Thirty one,
0: what gas 30? tax?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna
1: try that. One. Yeah, try it. I don't know. I it was a few, enough, it was a like, few years ago, and. I remember reading it was five billion dollars, gross revenue, and then they were giving ten million dollars to every county in California.
0: Cigarette and cigarette and fuel taxes. Yeah, this was voted in. I'm pretty sure that sounds like a Ross Martinez tax. It It was was voted
1: in. It was sent in. It was approved, and then it was put on a ballot for the when Newsom got elected to be revoked. It was a measure to be revoked.
2: Did it pass? to be revoked?
1: No. Hmm. It stayed in. And so there's... I think there's 50 to 52 counties in California. So 10 times 50, you have $520, $500 million. Where's the other $4.5 billion going? Because it's going into the general fund.
0: Where Whatever those numbers are, I have no idea. It's That's going to be deep. Yeah. To find yeah. Letters. I
1: can find the article. Fact I can bring numbers. it next time. But
2: People on podcast say they'll put it in the show notes
1: oh <laughs> i will do that i will happily do that we have to make a note yeah. and i will find the article and i will i will do I listen that to so
2: many podcasts this is actually a yeah. very I wanna, crazy yeah. experience
1: because, because I listen to so many because that was something that was put out in 2000 and yeah. s-
0: i want to see
1: 19 facts. yeah i want to 18 19 that. because that's when newsom was going for election so Can i talk about yeah it was bring it up it is the dumbest thing and it's such a minute thing that everybody just willingly does it. But this is probably the third measure on gas taxes that are supposed to go to road tax. And people just keep voting in more and more shit. That's why we have the highest gas prices in the nation. I don't
0: fucking
2: know. Yeah, there was a few is- on um, my ballot this time for a quarter cent tax. And I will just be honest, in the past, I'm like, quarter cent, who cares? But... <laughs> No, a quarter it, cent a lot is a lot. It's a lot yeah. of money. Man. It keeps
1: it keeps stacking up. It does it's, stack up. It, and, this, I,
2: and that's the thing. You got to vote with your like. You got to have a moral compass and have to decision making and just make a decision.
1: It goes back to all right. So we've had that measure. A lot of the measures of was keeping the yeah, existing the things. Existing things. See
2: this We're
1: in
0: the surplus. Fuck this. Look at this. Yeah. Fuck you. Well, have yeah. To
2: make money. Fuck and so. that well, nonsense
0: again. That was a second one. Yeah. It did it once. It did it again. Fuck you. Um, That's fucking bullshit. But yeah,
1: keeping that tax. Why do we need do to that. keep that tax? Our, our state is already in the surplus.
2: It doesn't make sense why S- California not- being such a rich like, Silicon Valley, LA, up here, wine, like it really doesn't make sense why we're so underfunded in, in these important yeah. ways. It really doesn't make sense to yeah. me. Either.
1: Literally between Windsor and Heelsburg is one of the worst stretches of 101. And most of Fulton Road is a giant piece of shit. Most of Piner Road is a giant piece of shit. Uh, Barnes Road just recently got redone, but that's going to flake away in about two years.
2: used to be the
0: worst. For gas. What is it? 50 cents, over 50 cents, 53 cents a gallon for gas, almost 70 cents for diesel.
1: Oh, but keep that aviation fuel tax down because uh, all the bigwigs need to fly their private jets everywhere. <laughs> Oh, jet fuel tax, right there, two cents. Yeah, yeah. Keep that shit down to a minimum, please, because there's only about 50 of us that do that shit, and we pollute more it's than the, than the average there you people. Go. Okay,
2: no uh, tax.
0: Good. No tax, okay, whatever. Yeah.
2: Arizona, your brother moved yeah. Yeah. to Arizona. It makes sense to tax He found
1: that's... out today that registration for vehicles is, there is a... There is a tax or a registration fee that's (laughs) $2.36 per every $100 that your car is valued at. So Madison's car is basically brand new. So it was she had to pay an extra four i think her registration was like four hundred dollars oh my god for it being for a, it
2: yeah, for a honda civic yeah for a honda civic It was two dollars no like,
0: two
1: dollars per hundred dollars yeah. that your car is valued at i had to pay up the
0: ass of this fucking
1: truck
2: with too hot in arizona shout out to arizona family i love you i wish i could do it it's just too hot for me.
1: yeah but flagstaff right now is a solid like 30 degrees 20 20 low i think
2: yeah isn't it the bougie thing to move to scottsdale also
1: yeah, Scottsdale, and then Flagstaff if you're more of a country folk hippie. Mm. that's yeah. Those are my people. Hell yeah.
2: Hey, Danny.
0: What's up?
2: Is he going potty? Yeah. Should we take a potty break? You gotta go potty? I could go potty. Go ahead. Okay.
0: I'll go too. Or sometimes we just sit here and talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is me and Tommy. Sometimes we just turn to that when and just rat rattling weather. the shit off. Like, I don't know, really anything.
2: Okay. Do I need, I need a mask? No, you don't. No, we're down
0: no here? No. Oh, we're in a business park, man. There's no one here. It's nighttime, too. It's dark outside. Little do you know. Yeah. Pretty cool. We're pumped on uh, kicking this thing back up. During COVID, we had to do a just take a break, and we felt that was the right thing to do. And um, man, I'm just really pumped to to start getting some guests on again. Something that I hope that we implement, or some kind of guest that I hope that we can get on here, is more stuff for the outdoors, Um, hunters, fishermen, maybe even like fishing guides, hunting guides stuff like that so if you guys know any awesome ones if any of you are even listening to this shit uh, if you know any awesome ones then send us a message and kind of pass along a referral type thing I think it'd be pretty sweet to get some uh, get some fishing guides in here I have one in mind that me and my buddy Ben have fished with and uh, I've been trying to get him in here for a while so I don't know we'll see I won't say his name but Hopefully he gets back in here. Or gets in here. Saul. Oh, Nicole went too? Yep, and Um, I'm going to go. I talked to the camera for a while. So there you go. (laughs) One of these days,
1: I'm going to get my shit together and have a good bladder so I don't have to ever get up and not have any of these breaks. Oh, man. But I was thinking about that goddamn road tax, and I'm going to find it for you people. I will. And I want you to do the math. I'm not going to... Take away from Nicole here because uh, it is a big issue of why schools suffer so bad. But you know me, I'm just always on California's case for not doing what they need to be doing. It makes me want to run for office, honestly. Maybe one day I will, but I don't know. I have six months to figure it out, and uh, then I'm going to be in Arizona seven months not quite sure yet yeah it's a big move really is i'd love to help this state out because the state needs it and a lot of people in the state need it and here comes nicole again oh yeah it's nice and chilly nice and chilly
2: i'm thinking about when it was 100 degrees and remembering how i was wishing for this
1: that's right enjoy it while it's here
2: yeah i didn't have ac for this fire season let me tell you what
1: What's wrong with you? They make window units.
2: I had one. What was wrong? Oh, the smoke. It was pulling in air from smoky air. Oh. Yeah, it was like a hot box. I mean, not the fun kind.
1: Yeah. One of the reasons why I'm getting out of the state, because nobody can fucking manage forestry around here.
2: Yes. I mean, there's also, I could just install AC.
1: Of course, most, <laughs> most of, yeah, most of the state is federal land. So yeah, over
2: 50%. Yeah. But what? What the hell?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't dived deep enough to figure out whose fault it is. Who is actually funding <laughs> to clear and grub the federal land? Because all the other states seem to be doing okay.
2: Actually, and there's we were a driving... lot of
1: federal land in other places.
2: Totally, and yes, like, our federal know. lands need attention. But we were driving through. We Brad and I road trip to Yellowstone, and we went through on our way back. We went through. Where do we go? Bozeman, Montana, up through Coeur d'Alene, we didn't get out, it was too snowy, and then down to Walla Walla Bend and back. So Hmm. we did that, like, loop. Fire everywhere. Forest fire everywhere. And we couldn't tell if it was, like, controlled burn, like, on purpose, but there was definitely fire everywhere.
1: More than likely. It was shocking.
2: I just kept thinking, like, I thought only California got on fire.
1: That, actually, that is, I think that's what it falls upon, is that the state doesn't issue enough burn permits.
2: Mm, oh, yeah. The
1: state is so worried about the air. air quality and everything else. All right. That's great. But you just reversed about 10 years of you yeah, watching. I think those the, sort
2: of arguments are probably out there. I mean, anyone who's lived in the county for the last three years is like WTF. Yeah. yeah.
1: like Fucking air quality Books. Our I,
2: environment, like the animals would be better off if we could get this under control. So that knowing my
1: year. luck, as soon as I move the fuck out of this state, the wildfires are going to cease to exist. They're all going to be done. Well,
2: I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> so bye.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's going to be my fucking luck. This place is going to be nice again. Are you and going then,
2: to Arizona? Is that where you're headed?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then that place just voted a blue senator in. And that gave
2: me a little happiness on the inside. And I
1: swear to God, I, I have this like weird feeling that I'm going to leave here. and think It's going to be perfect. And in two years, Newsom's going to be out. We're going to vote I, red. I, I don't know about that, no maybe just somebody who's better. <laughs> Hopefully, just well, somebody,
2: somebody that can follow better. Their own rules. Right, somebody that can follow. The, we just once you. Well, it's always been how I have I trust. Have say, once if you've broken that trust, there's no going back. How again.
0: long do they have to to reign? Six, six years. Pretty no, sure. So four. it's only a matter four? of time. That it was it's, six. It's just our
1: voting. Our four voting years are right. our opposite. Our two. Yeah. We vote for governor on every summer Olympic. No, winter Olympic.
2: <laughs> Whoa.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Whereas, <laughs> that's an easy way to remember. Whereas Honestly, the yeah.
1: presidential election is usually on the Summer Olympics year.
2: Mm. Interessante. Mm. You should run for governor.
1: It, I've thought about it long, a long, long time. I thought about running for some form of office.
2: Well, locally, I mean, something. that was what I. So, last, this, not this summer, but the summer before, I applied to work with Linda Hopkins. She's the fifth district supervisor. And I didn't get the job, and I was so devastated. But I just thought it was a cool opportunity and I was not qualified. So, of course, I didn't get the job, but I just applied as a whim and I was so sad. But then a few weeks after the sadness, I was like, oh, shit, like being in public office like that, like being a teacher already feels like a political statement, like you're choosing to work in a public system. That's a pretty political statement. But choosing to then work for a politician, like, damn, I was not ready to make that leap. So not only was I unqualified, I didn't get the job, but like
1: you have to look at the end goal
2: mm-hmm.
1: you have to eat your plates of shit by working for somebody else but eventually hoping to open the doors later yeah
2: i don't to, know about it though i don't know to about break that. break
1: down the doors to hopefully get into a position to where you either don't get fucking murked because you have reasonable values or you actually get the chance of having constituents that want to make a change with you
2: yeah that's, I mean, that's the hope
1: that's my biggest fear is if I, I don't ever I think that's
2: where I'll be putting my energy in my life I thought it was yeah. I really did think that that's what I wanted to do but I don't think so
1: if I ever got in office my biggest fear was that I'd get fucking assassinated
2: like the governor of Michigan Michigan real, right real Minnesota an M state a female governor did you see that
1: Mm-mm.
2: see that's the fucking thing about the social media because she's a liberal governor i don't think that that message was that story was being spread on non-liberal news it, sources
0: but here's the thing like, what if it was all away what if what if like all of the power all of the the internet all the interwebs just fucking crashed it yeah, wouldn't it would be, be known now? anyway yeah. so what is it like right. what's the fucking point i mean like the more not what's the point but like the more information the more broad the news is it's like whoa this is like hard to manage a little bit totally i'd i'd kind of rather just focus on windsor (laughs) and then if i can afford mentally to focus on more then we'll add more but i mean like i kind of do i don't really watch the news i don't go on i don't watch the news on my shit it's just like
2: fuck what am i gonna fucking do I think that's a really interesting perspective and I totally agree about that overwhelm of like what is it doing for my ability to do something about it to know yeah. everything not
0: right? that it shouldn't be shared yes of course a story like that should be shared but like am I like gonna freak out that I didn't hear about it no like I have enough shit I just I'm think it about. goes
2: to show about the silos that we put ourselves not even that we put ourselves in that the, that the algorithms and our social circle I think we're in such silos and in Sonoma County even more yeah. so like there's no diversity here like it is yeah. So, right, lacking. so that's the
0: problem with that is Yeah, like, that
2: we're just like in these pods where everyone thinks yeah. like us and that's like the where I don't wanna be. I think that's
0: Right. So I'm that's so where much... my thing would lead probably. But mm-hmm. unless you wanted to unless you took it upon yourself to want to leave, then now you get to go you can go fucking wherever you, you want.
2: Yeah, I love your idea though, starting with Windsor. I feel that same way about West County. Like
0: why do I gotta choose and wonder and like form opinions on something that happened where I don't even I'm not it's not even my reality. I'm like, yeah. What am I uh, here? What's around me immediately? I should probably start there.
2: I think that's a great perspective.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
1: It's a hard nut to, hard not to crack. Yeah.
0: That whole you do what you want, but that's just how I do it. You know, that's how I, That's what I do. Seems logical. Yeah. Yeah, but. Can I think nobody, a lo- Nobody
1: thinks logical. Logically. <laughs> That's, well, that's what makes it a hard to
2: You can be taught logic. You can be taught what that means.
1: Yeah, but you can't teach common sense. I think you can. I don't think so.
2: I think you can put kids in, so in scenarios that require there. them to think. Right now.
1: But there's so many. Bo Peep has lost her shape.
2: <laughs> Everyone's addicted to their phones, I think. Yes. 100%. Me, myself included. Me David.
0: too. And, and a lot of these even, like, problems that I... Not problems, but, like, things I'm criticizing are definitely in my things that I do. Totally. Um, but it's not like, you should. No, I'm for sure doing these things, too. But... Fuck. Oh. So, in your synopsis right now, what is a a very crucial characteristic that you think people from 18 to 25 either one missed out on or two need improvement on Hmm. some way, somehow, if you had a magic wand, what would you hope that 18 to 25 year olds, what kind of perspective do you think would be great for them?
2: Written skill and, uh, written skill and exposure to what's written skill walks of life. I want every kid from 18 to 25 to know how to write a killer email. I want them to know how to write a cover letter. I want them to be able to, to express themselves in writing. Mhm. And then the other thing is I want them to have a sense of possibility. I want to expose them to as many varied ways of living as possible so that they don't simply recreate their lived experience. So a thing in teacher school that became really apparent in those first six months before I started actually teaching some, I don't even remember who said it, but they said, if you don't open your ears here, like if you don't engage in this process of education and learning how to be a teacher in this new way, you will simply be the teacher that you had. Like all you will do because that's how we're humans. Like we just model, right? So if I didn't engage and really think about what they were showing me in these classes i would have simply been a teacher like i was taught right and i think that kids if they don't have i call them a disruptor like if they don't have a disruptor meaning they don't have some kind of grant like an experience where someone comes in or an internship or yeah. meet some kind of person that they're just going to recreate that same life that they've seen so whether or not that's their parent their aunt Something. Something. They're going to repeat yeah. what they've seen to be true because you don't know. Like, think about when you're 18. You think, I can be a doctor. I can be a lawyer. I can swing a hammer. I can go in the military. Like, you, there's, like, 10 things that think yeah. that are, like, options. But think about all the rad adults you know. Yeah. Like, they're doing crazy things. And, like, they're doing all this cool stuff. Yeah. And only, if only a kid could meet some of those people, right? Right. Like, be able to... To think for themselves and to have the privilege to say, like, I'm really good at this. How can I make money on that? Like, instead of just having to go make a living,
0: your... make a living. I like, I don't like business. I like make a living.
2: That's yeah. why I, I said
0: big.
1: A big part of school that's missing is business.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let, no let me tell you about what I'm doing thing. now.
1: So that entrepreneurial thing.
2: Yes. Okay, so I'm a teacher online. So I'm technically a teacher. In West County, still like they pay my check, but my salary is funded by this strong workforce grant. So I have the opportunity with a Windsor teacher, Chris Catelli. We are teachers. Dude, on- I
0: Love that guy. You know him? I've known him since I was like seven. He's cool. Yeah,
2: he's we're counterparts. So love we're him. the same. He's role. such an
0: amazing, such a cool dude. Very chill guy. Yes, and I know his girlfriend, fiance, wife, something. Uh, Monica. Yeah, I went to high school with her. Cool. Yeah, I've uh, never met Chris him. Catelli. Yeah, he was. Play basketball with him, CYO, and all that stuff.
2: CYO, excellent ag. guy. Anyway, super cool. He is my. He's doing exactly what I'm doing. He's coming from Windsor High School. And so, are the three industries that this grant like has outcomes around are ag, business and entrepreneurship, and engineering manufacturing. So. For two years, Chris and I have the opportunity to step out of the classroom and engage with teachers across the county and to talk with them about how we can infuse some of these industry-specific yes. skills into awesome. their. It's so cool! So... It's so That's cool! Great! It's so cool, and the hurdles that we're coming across is just relationship building.
1: Chris Catelli, what did, what did he?
2: He's a history teacher at Windsor.
1: Okay, all right.
2: He went to Cardinal Newman High School. And shh, in case he wants the world to know okay. where he went to high school.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say if you need help with the engineering side of the thing
2: yeah yep. yeah we're both we're both doing all of that we are he's going to Arizona glad, so. I'm glad to help until you go to Arizona then you don't give fuck about these kids fuck I mean I still care about them <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> this fucking state's still going to be locked down. Hey, I all, could zoom into it's it. It's all virtual anyway. touche. Yes, like, touche. Yeah. I could I like zoom it. into this bullshit. Touche. Yes. <laughs> You're with. You're with.
2: Yeah. Anyway, so Chris and I are, like, we have, so there's eight districts that are written into this grant, and we have spent the last semester truly, like, we thought we were going to, like, bust down some doors and, like, get with teachers like this and just like, talk to them. Like, okay, what do you do? What's awesome? Like, where could we build on? Like, have you thought about this? What about this? Can we bring in some industry? Like, that's what we are ready to do and we can do and we sometimes get to do. But more often than not, it's, like, building those relationships, which is so, like, the classroom. Like, in the class, like, you... You're not going to get much from a kid until you prove to them that you care about them as an individual. And that's the same thing I'm finding with adults. Like, they are not going to give you their time, their, like, energy, nothing, until you show them that you're, like, invested in them as a person. And it's crazy. It's. I
1: was going to say, why don't you consult your husband?
2: Uh, Why? He doesn't know anything about education.
1: No, he knows about relationships, though.
2: Mm -hmm. I would say that we talk a lot about the relationship building in our separate industries like that's a topic yeah. in our house a lot
0: absolutely also along those lines we talk a lot about like business ethics m- management and just like ideas on it all mm-hmm. how to manage how to lead how to form build teams and you know communication. Who
1: you, you know who mm-hmm. you shouldn't talk to <laughs> are my brothers I'm
2: not sure why I would consult them about education, but
1: no, just relationship (laughs) building. Oh (laughs) they're also terrible at that.
2: Your brother is a realtor.
1: Yeah. He 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 makes relationships (laughs) off of being himself, and that's it. Not necessarily caring about others.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: He's just himself. Cool. Actually, both my brothers. You either like them or you you either love them or you hate them.
2: Have you guys ever heard of Human so, Design? I've never heard of anyone
0: hating either of them, really. Me either. That's the beauty about that that mindset, I think. <laughs> yeah, because really, it's like
1: because it's, the people that hate them get that get thrown into the dust so fast.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter.
2: Well, and if yeah. he doesn't care if someone hates them, then yeah. they can so just go be waste like, their own energy.
1: But what you're trying to back, do right is to actually involve yourself with oh, a particular person. Oh, I'm trying to friends
2: and influence people. Yeah,
1: whether <laughs> whether you like them or not, and whether they like you or not, you're trying to win them
2: over. 100%. And yeah, so
1: that's a totally different game than what my brothers are trying, or what my brothers that's
2: do. That's a great point, and I do see yeah. now where you're saying about the Bradley thing, like, tr- like actively trying to, like, I think what Brad did really well in his business was that he, like, actively bumped up against the salesman thing. Like, I think he went... Like he just actively did everything the opposite of a salesman, yeah. and that was like his tactic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My tactic, I think. I mean, I haven't been that successful yet. Just started, <laughs> but like, I'm trying really hard to be like as human as possible with these people, so that they like. They like know who the, you are. The walls, yeah. It's the you. same thing. And the yeah. and funny thing about education is, like, you you even said it, you said SCO the earlier. The Sonoma County Office of Education is what you call SCO, and it's this huge not only huge building, but like this huge thing in the county. And that's where I'm, I go to the office two days a week and they, I'm a teacher on loan to the county, right? Mm-hmm. But if I show up in a Zoom and I say, hi, I'm Nicole, I'm from Scope. All of my credibility is lost because it's like... It's not safe anymore.
0: Well, it's, you just introduced yourself as something else. You didn't introduce yourself as Nicole Choa.
2: Mm-hmm. I didn't introduce my. I, I put it? myself in a position of power by saying, Hi, I'm Nicole from SCO. Wilkinson. I'm coming to... Yeah, well, they don't know me as well. Get it right. Thanks. Fuck I appreciate man. that. Sorry. You're welcome. But, Nathan?
0: like, you know what I mean? Like, you didn't say, Hi, my name is Dan Quinones, you know? Uh, Hi, I'm Dan Quinones, employee of Pine. Like, okay, so... You're already lower than what you just said you're a part of in some sort of hierarchy system. That's how I would read it. It's like, huh, well, but first you're like Nicole. You're not Nicole, let's go. Mm-hmm. Even if you're in an education thing, first you're Nicole.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If they want to That's know, where I'm really trying to yeah.
2: play on. That, like, I see what you mean. You know yeah. what I mean? Is that
0: make yeah. sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like Because I'm, if- I'm Dan. Hey, what's up? My name's Dan. How are you? Hi, my name's Dan Kenyonis. i Island on Pine Photo and Video. How are you?
1: yeah Even the, if, the own part is the statement is the thing that whether I'm Dan first
0: yeah but yeah. what people what the takeaway what is, the
2: trigger could be is oh, owner oh
0: yeah you okay. are the owner and then that's what of, yeah I get it Okay, and, so and like, that insinuates oh,
2: that you have status or wealth or right. like employees who work I'd rather you. they learn
0: that right Hmm? I'd rather they yeah, learn that. So They'll remember don't it more say if they the learn on their own. That's
2: a super Brad's that's, perspective.
0: That's, that's what?
2: It's a super Bradley perspective. He's so of like the...
0: Yeah, I'm under the radar. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't
2: want to tell anyone anything about him. He wants them to find out on their yeah. own.
0: I drive a Ford Ranger every day. like, <laughs> And I do that partially for myself. Just to like Keep it always remember, this is a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> and right now, it's broken down. So I'm driving my nice truck every day. Oh, big, the white one? Yeah. And so now I... You need to go back and get my piece of shit going and just fucking remember. All right.
2: Some humble pie.
0: Humble pie. He no. said he
2: had some humble pie when you guys took it mountain biking.
0: Oh, yeah. Sounds really Is what it is. We did, I did too. I get humble pie every time I fucking sit on that bike. I'm too afraid. Yeah. Whatever, man. It,
1: it's rough. I'm not I did it way back in the day and I just, unless I fully committed, oh, I'm just man. not going to do Can't it. Can't
0: wait to get a mountain bike around here too one day. Rider, I was telling in the camera, it's like, just listen off some guests that I'd like to see in here, uh, fishing guides, hunters, maybe hunting guides, chefs, cooks,
2: chefs would be cool,
0: um, maybe musicians. Uh, he was mentioning that a while ago. Mm-hmm. Mechanics, yeah. mechanics, would be fucking sick. Talk trucks for like mm-hmm. three hours, It'd be awesome. I have some,
1: I have somebody in mind who lives in Coffee Park, and he's, <laughs> he's renowned around the nation
2: cool yeah he's there's a teacher really at cool petaluma dude. high school who teaches auto and welding i believe who was a mechanic on the ferrari race team
0: but nice that's fucking he's cool. so cool
2: he's so cool yeah. I'm so if you know to of
0: people too like if you come across people out in your world in your network you're like damn that would be fucking sick it could be any industry
2: yeah i'm coming across a lot of people that's what i'm trying to do
0: yeah yeah then hit us up or send us a message or just let us know or pick the brand maybe qualify them if you can like hey would you ever fucking talk on a podcast
2: I think a lot of people would it's an honor for someone to want to come and listen to what you have to say yeah and I think it's a growing medium I think there's going to be more and more local podcast I hope so at least
0: yeah I would love to
2: be able to tune into what's going on in the county to your point of like caring about local rather than like listening to all these people that aren't in my community I'd love to have high quality podcasts yeah I
1: think if we ever got I guess uh, ran out of guests for a certain amount of time. Like we did this last month. We probably should have been in here and researched some of the shit that was going on in the county just to throw it out there. Cause that's a great idea. Yeah. The, the, I I'd wonder
2: what the district, who the district supervisor for Windsor is.
1: Of course we got to keep it either explicit or you got to go through and edit our language. So
2: we just tell people what <laughs> they're getting into.
0: Yeah. yeah. The invitation says raw all. news the invitation says all of it mm-hmm. did, oh, did you re- I resent one to, mm-hmm. yeah it says it all maybe it's, that would
1: be the anyway I'll, I'll get D on that one right.
0: anyway we're yeah. at like 2 hours and 30 minutes right now cool
1: Nicole you've been an awesome guest
2: thank yes. you very much thanks you, for having me you've
1: enlightened us on so much of the school things and I feel oh, like so we've much only. More. oh the yeah layers. I, I want to know it all and I want to have it recorded so people can go to the archive and yep. learn it and, well good keep asking
2: the questions I'll keep answering them
1: yeah so keep keep up and uh, let us know if you get any information about where the funding is going and how it's being distributed don't and how many admin. Why
2: don't I put admin? you in contact with the CBO? That's my new move. How can I delegate? So
1: delegate. That? God, I don't give a fuck about delegation. Yeah. I delegate every day.
0: I want you to do it.
2: No, 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 no. You don't got my time. <laughs>
0: Damn. All righty.
2: All right. Peace out.
0: Peace out. Are you working on your blogs or anything or mm, anything like that? No? No. All right, cool. No. Next time. Maybe. Who knows?
2: Maybe. I'm going to make a website. This is always...
0: All right. (laughs) That's it. This is Cliffhanger.